0: Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today with me, I have Ryan. I told you, audience. If you're going to come after me,
1: you better make sure I'm dead. But I'm back, and you can't keep me down. That's <laughs> one yet. Yeah, it's getting pretty theatrical. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I like to mix it up here and there. <laughs> this is my uh, this is my uh, my reel that I'm gonna send in for auditions. There you go. <laughs> all right, yeah, maybe cut
2: that one out and use it. I like it.
1: Well, we got some our... of the other
2: ones you can skip,
1: <laughs> but no, that no. one I go with. Every
0: it's single one is just gonna be on short... it's,
2: it's all part of the story. Yeah, don't quick ever stop. cut of each one. <laughs>
0: I'm back. I'm back. I'm back back well we've got our garbage boy and as always we got our captain tangent as always himself.
2: captain tangent with a moment of wisdom don't stick your arm out of the room when you know the bad guys have
0: machetes
2: don't do it yeah it's a bad yeah. idea mm, it's really yeah. not well thought out oh man <laughs> no oh, well, an extended limb is a broken limb in the military don't you know, people learn this stuff keep that stuff tucked in come on man oh, yeah. hey,
1: I
0: have never heard that I will keep yeah, that extended limbs are broken
2: limbs. <laughs> keep the elbows in
0: oh man all right guys as always we'll start off with a bit of movie news so one of the the movie news yeah yeah yeah. i mean decent amounts so (laughs) especially for this week and it's probably more that's gonna get released too but uh Big one, Swamp Thing has been officially canceled. Oh, it no. I don't was. think I'd
3: rank
2: that at the top of movie news, but all right. For we'll me, we'll it, 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 is. Oh. it was one episode. It was a quick run. After Man, one episode, <laughs> it was canceled completely. It looked like, it so, looks expensive. Did that have anything to do with it, or what was the okay, story there? So, uh, Cause it's not like DC cancels a lot of stuff. Was it just a
0: really it. bad episode? No, actually the episode was pretty solid, oh, and the it? effects and in it were pretty solid. Then to that I it thought it had the Captain Planet
2: environmental take. I thought I was going to stick around for a
0: while. So I guess, okay, so looked up the story yourself of course but i guess educate us tyler this is yeah. what we listen for this is what i heard <laughs> is that apparently there was like an accounting error because they're going to get some sort of tax well, relief from the state that they were filming in mm. so apparently was, do we know uh Southern, some Southern i think it state? was florida some swampy
2: muggy yeah it makes sense. yeah Tennessee. i think
0: it was florida i'm not 100 <laughs> sure but um, arkansas alabama yeah cuz the story takes place in like florida cuz it's sw- you know swampy Every and- listen <laughs> at- if swamp
2: thing was real he would definitely live in florida there's no
0: doubt about it all the weird shit oh, happens yeah. in florida okay it was That's north carolina it was north carolina okay, okay. okay oh, yeah. so it was so it was- the rumor is as north carolina that the uh cut of the show tax rebate led to the sudden cancellation um so apparently there was an accounting would error just move it i i guess Had that it, takes a lot of could be the only
2: reason Can there- we agree on
0: that could I it think be so. the only so, reason. <laughs> what I heard, I don't know, if this hundred percent true, but apparently they're supposed to get forty million for the thirteen episodes they were gonna make. That's a lot. But it brought got that's brought expensive. down to fourteen million. Whoa! And I, I think <laughs> those you're numbers make, might like, be a little bit off, of but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So that and so that's why they switched from filming thirteen episodes down to ten. And apparently, I guess it's such an expense budget that now it's just gonna so be that ten. Like, wow. I will say the this the, the, one the, the little season. bit the
2: trailer I saw, I thought it looked great. Like just the trailer. there was darkness, the, the creature himself looked really good. Mm-hmm. I thought like it looked expensive. So maybe well, it just like, they were like, screw it, we're just
1: going to go over budget and DC wasn't having it. Man, and Tyler, when we were doing the Justice League Dark episode, I was getting really hyped for this TV show, but man, now I'm not going to get it. Yeah, I mean, this,
2: this is what happens when like you get early invested into something uh, like Earth 2, which was a show back in the 90s I liked a lot, <laughs> and it had like eight episodes, and I was like, oh, this is going to be great, and then they just axed it. They just axed it. it. Oh, man. I hate man. when they do that.
0: <laughs> I mean, we'll see. you know Nothing ever really stays dead, especially in yeah. Yeah, comic books, Because yeah. things have come back, you know, before. Yeah, that's I true. mean, you had Arrested Development that was, you know, we... on for a little bit. So let me ask you this. Back. I
2: assume this frees up the idea that Swamp Thing could show up, like, in a Suicide Squad or a Justice League-type movie mm. if DC, you know, does, like, a, a joint universe. I just uh, hope that they do Who knows don't... what it's doing, but— I,
1: I just hope that they don't shoehorn him in and then make they it all rush. Yeah, yeah, that's probably yeah. the logical uh, that's, that's their but... game, you know? That's <laughs> We're just going to keep on the rulebook. We're just going to keep on mentioning it. Spider-Man 3, they just shoehorned Venom in. They had to get him in. So. To shoo him in there, they so. should
2: have shoehorned Sandman out, maybe they would have got it right. Yeah, so. yeah. Or just
0: all Sandman. I guess that was the original <laughs> idea. Know. Sam Raimi was it was just gonna Supposed be Sandman, Sandman and then they made him shoe in then. I um, didn't
2: love the Sandman character, Thomas Hayden Church, and I didn't like that it was he was like conflicted with his daughter, and it just well, really gosh, it's it's a, it's a, been pretty,
0: a while. Yeah, Plus, no, don't
2: forget Hobgoblin also. Oh yeah. yeah. So it was a lot of
0: overload. Crap in that one. one. of the first <laughs> See, ones.
2: See, so I love I ride for Sam Raimi. No
1: disrespect. I know that wasn't your fault. I wouldn't I wouldn't have mind if it was just Sandman. I think he's a pretty complex character and it does adjust yeah. this because within the comic books he was he had a daughter just and he just don't take went Toby Maguire's dancing
2: scene out. You can't oh, take yeah. it out. You
0: gotta leave it, <laughs> in, <laughs> it in. in. fact, you need more of it. Yeah. So. yeah. That's what Actually, we need. <laughs> just give me 2 hours of that. <laughs> you have my money, Sony, whoever owns Spider-Man now. So. so
2: Speaking of DC, let's let's talk about Suicide Squad. They said that Benicio Del Toro joins the cast.
0: Mm. I thought that was that was rumored, but it's official it's now. It's official. Do we it's know official. what his character is, I, or is that will still not speculation? Say, they will not
2: say. And Jay Courtney, we we assume as Boomerang is coming Oh, Jay, back Courtney, also. Yeah, Jay Courtney, the Australian so. man yep. himself.
1: So get my mind jogging. What characters have
2: so far? We know Harley Quinn. Okay. We know Boomerang, Captain Boomerang. We don't know who he plays, but Benicio del Toro and Idris Alba in the same boat. We don't know who either one of them okay. play. Okay, all right. So that's we're I, right. And we know Amanda Waller. I think
0: she's confirmed. But they are there. confirmed. I think, and, um, in. RoboCop the. Uh, the guy who oh, plays Rebel Cop Joel T- Tinnerman or whatever is that his yeah. name he's going to be back Kinnerman, in too he, Joel plays, he plays Rick Flag in the yeah. first Suicide yeah. Squad he's boss. coming back, yeah, he's coming right. back. Well, that's what he I he heard sucked.
2: why is he coming back Gosh. cross him <laughs> off man okay I'll say this that
0: whole movie sucked so I mean can you really like you know
2: did it, did it totally suck I can't and remember if I liked it totally I thought there were a couple it's, parts I liked
0: it's a guilty pleasure and for me oh, pleasure. I like the bar scene is kind of fun No, some of the Killer Croc stuff is kind of fun it's all messy but when the Joker
2: just crashes in the helicopter I just rolled my eyes and I was like yeah they didn't know what they were doing.
0: <laughs>
1: what about Will Smith realizing that he has actual live ammo and then goes oh, right into oh, the shooting gallery? <laughs> you know what? The opening scene where they introduce characters one
2: by one, I thought that was clever. I didn't hate yeah, all that. Was that. Was that Listen, David Ayer, didn't we see Fury, the tank movie with Brad Pitt and mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf? I saw
0: Training Day. I did not watch that. No. that Training football. Day was amazing. That was
2: Fuqua. But uh, the same thing, Like the, he, these guys have eyes. It's just like when you give them the keys to the comic stuff, are they versed enough in that universe to, to succeed?
0: You and know, I don't yeah. think he did. I don't think he knew. A suicide that spot. seems about right. If you're not a huge fan of didn't it, it seem like he was. you get movies like, I don't know, X Men Origins Wolverine, yeah. X Men The Last, which well, that, I know that's a that good, that some, yeah, some it wasn't of those that I bad. Yeah, I didn't
2: totally hate that. Listen, I Shriver not I don't know who you guys are tooth. anymore. <laughs> that, he was good in that. He was good in that. And <laughs> who I was even like Lev Shriver as Sabretooth. Oh, yeah. And I didn't hate Gambit. What's his face? Taylor. I hated Gambit.
1: Oh, man. That was not his power. And will levitating cards Wasn't the guy from the black-eyed
2: peas in there too
0: or yeah are you sure this is a good movie uh, <laughs> that's a star-studded cast right there tyler <laughs> <laughs> will i am?
2: do we want to talk at all about dark phoenix since we're talking about it oh Uh-oh. so
0: uh oh real quick on that birds of prey uh so okay, apparently yeah. the budget is going to be 75 million that's the oh, lowest that's good. I like out that. of the dc so like we so. talked about
2: with shazam 100 million dollar budget you're yeah. getting a little smarter calculated risk but they can do more dangerous things presumably because there's less risk not as much maybe it's money, rated yeah. r right I don't, we don't know yet but so, maybe it'll go that direction
1: hey, i'm a fan of birds of prey but to be honest i would rather have a swamp thing series than a bird oh is that yeah yeah so That's birds of prey feel. do we
2: know it's is it is it
0: oracle is a Catwoman? okay Who, so, do we know that oh, huntress, gosh, i don't know. black I canary, canary. Huntress, yeah it's gotta be huntress <laughs> and black canary so yeah yeah Harley Quinn isn't So my girlfriend, who's a big bird, of Prey There was a TV fan. show. Did you ever catch that? Yes. It was not good. I was a kid hey, when it came credit, out, but I remember trying. it. I think it was a guy who did Buffy or something. It was one it's of those on, guys. It's on the DC app oh, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One day we'll right. have to watch an episode <laughs> <laughs> together. We'll need more drinks though, of course. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Way more Force drinks. Um, my girlfriend's a big fan of the Birds of Prey. And of course, Harley Quinn is not an original member, of the yeah, Birds yeah. of Prey, yeah. and the Huntress, thing I'm
2: Oracle, Captain oh, yeah. uh, Batwoman, three? I think too, oh, as well, okay, Batgirl. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, gosh, I don't remember. But uh, who knows? Uh, my my nervous thing about the Birds of Prey movie is. Kind of the Harley Quinn. Level. I know Margaret Robbie, she does a really good job as Harley Quinn, but she was the best thing out of that Suicide Squad movie, I guess depending on who you ask. I feel like um the yeah, best thing out of a bad probably, movie. You know what yeah. I mean? That's kind um, of a big okay risk, too. That. I concur. You know, concur. fans really like her and everything. Yeah. I know that's a smart It's decision, Too early to argue with you, Tyler. I'm yeah, gonna concur. It really is. But <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we'll see what happens with it. And as far as Dark Phoenix goes, oh man, I don't know what's going on with that. And um, it's James
2: Gunn, right? Just to reconfirm. Oh, uh, oh no, for, birds, birds of Prey
0: somebody else. Birds of Prey somebody. Else, okay. I'm not right. entirely sure who it is. Okay. For yeah, James Gunn is doing the second. He's doing the suicide second Suicide Squad. Yes, he's still attached to it.
1: So In DC all over the place.
0: Gosh, yeah, they really are. <laughs> they I mean, take notes. <laughs> they're writing the rule book of what not to do. Well,
1: so. honestly, if they were good, then I would have no problem with it. Even if they were just one shots, I, I don't care if they have to be. Connected. Wonder Woman is good. Yeah, okay. Aquaman's yeah, pretty good. I'm looking forward to the second uh,
2: moments Wonder of Wonder BBS. I like. I know. I understand. I'm on a warehouse. I'm alone on a wall on that and moments of Man of Steel are fine you know not great but fine
0: it's so, all just fine it's yeah, all a it's big all basket fine, yeah. of just fine yeah. <laughs> if Monday and Tuesday were a franchise I mean I guess that'd be the DCEU maybe not for you Ryan because Monday and well, Tuesdays are your day off yeah if, yeah if, yep. <laughs> if Wednesdays and Thursdays were <laughs> were let's, a franchise
2: let's talk about some of the new stuff that uh, is starting to come out the Ad Astra trailer broke that's yep. Brad Pitt mm, Tommy Lee yes, Jones yes. that's James Gray this is a guy I think I wrote it on Twitter at Real Watch I like him. I just don't like any of his movies yet. It's (laughs) kind of
1: weird. He's a
2: director with a clear vision. Lost City of Z... It's uh-huh. like 45 minutes too long and it's miscast, well, but it's an interesting idea.
1: Maybe this is the movie that's going to change your
0: mind. So Nick. that's what I think. Yeah, is this exactly based off a I book? Think. Do you know if it's based off um, any other source material? It's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah, it, I think yeah. It's it was a book. Be,
2: but I don't know for sure. Well, yeah.
0: Watching
1: the trailer, it's so a father son seems... exploration. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind
2: of interstellar, but a little bit more uh, maybe dark.
1: But what's kind of strange to me, it seems very grounded. Then all of a sudden, it takes a hard left turn, then grounds itself again, and then goes out. Off the wall, it's kind of crazy. It's like, hard to tell how, how sci fi is this going to be. Yeah,
0: yeah, so. yeah. yeah. sci fi versus how isolation. Because is a lot of Brad Pitt alone yeah, in yeah. space um, in the trailer. Is this Brad Pitt's first science fiction uh, film? Um, I, I don't want to count. No, World War Z, Black, Z but... does that
2: count? I mean, World, Z oh, yeah, World yeah, War Z. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess that does yeah, count. And Twelve so. Monkeys. He had a great, oh, had great performance. Monkeys. Terry Gilliam movie. So Gosh. I mean, geez, we got And Inglorious Bastards. It's sci-fi. a little bit. Uh, yeah. You know what? I, I give it, it's like a spaghetti no. western sci-fi. There's some sci- I sci-fi in I didn't expect anytime you, you rewrite to history, me, <laughs> Let's say, <laughs> Would you agree with say, me? Uh, what's the show that's on TNT or The Man in the High Castle or whatever? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, there's a take there. It's it's a, sort of a sci-fi take. A
0: rewrite of history. So. Yeah, any
2: rewrite of history. history. It's, a what-if scenario. A what-if, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm, to be honest, I'm down for that. I like I just those. like that
2: it's like an adult sort of space drama more than maybe like a hard sci-fi film. So, at least that's what it's being sold as. Yeah, yeah. So... So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, another one that's coming out, the Ford versus Ferrari movie. Oh, this trailer, yeah, yeah uh-huh. that looks it's very crowd pleasing. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. a crowd pleasing trailer. A
1: lot of action, big stars. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: funny moments, cars, crashes. You know, yeah, no, it looks period good.
1: piece. Now, now, what, so we talked about this last episode, different genres and stuff. What would you categorize this movie as? I'm not sure. Adult
0: drama. I mean, yeah, historical drama. I mean, drama? Is, it, is it more Biographical or historical? Biographical drama. drama? There, it is
2: based on a true story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, obviously, when you watch the trailer, the tone is James Mangold, by the way, Wolverine, Logan, mm-hmm. and, yeah, yeah. you know, Mangold's and a lot of stuff. Uh, so, I don't, I'm not sure. He's not known for sticking to the facts very much. And the trailer doesn't make you think it's sticking to the facts. Yeah. Obviously, Matt Damon's you make southern accent is yeah. sticking to reality. So, <laughs> but <laughs> well, other than that, I think
1: it looks really good. What was that other one, the F1 racer uh, movie?
2: A uh, speed racer? No, or... no, no. It, oh, uh, the oh, one uh, Rush, Ron, Ron Howard
1: it. with Rush. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. was Hemsworth. Yeah.
2: Hemsworth and um, the guy from Inglorious Bastards. I, I forget his name. He plays uh, the bad guy in Civil War, B- uh, Baron Van. Oh yeah, is. I know who you're it's talking like about. Daniel yeah. Bruhl, I think Gosh, is his name. Gosh, I remember Something his like name. Don't He's a good actor. Name. Uh, but he was—he plays the other driver, mm. and that was—I yeah, didn't love that movie actually. I, I'm not sure Ron Howard, his last. Six, seven movies, maybe more. You know, I hate to be that guy. Yeah, he's not killing it lately. Hey, Ron
1: Howard has a master class, all right? It's on the <laughs> internet. Sure you can It's on the internet. For, yeah. Yeah. I I Andy yeah. He Andy Griffin. Listen, he, Cut him Apollo, some slack, okay? Apollo
2: 13 is an amazing film. Parenthood's an amazing film. He's made some amazing films, but yeah, lately yeah. he's kind of...
0: Spielberg. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's got a little in Spielberg. It. Yeah, yeah. it. No, it Spielberg's be done time. better
2: work than Howard, I would argue. Bridge of Spies is watchable. Okay, Some you of the Howard, know like the Da Vinci movies... You know the first one's okay, the rest of them are eh, not so much.
1: <laughs> but I was I was watching the Ford vs. Ferrari trailer and I was thinking...
2: Christian Bale, full
1: Welsh. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like <laughs> I, I was hoping that one of them was going to start running out and say save me Tom Cruise! I'm on fire! <laughs> I thought they were going to be... You know what was interesting about it? When I had first read about the
2: project I had thought it was going to be like competing drivers but actually um, Damon plays Shelby, the, the Mustang guy uh, mm-hmm. who designs cars mm-hmm. and Bale plays the driver. So that's a weird dynamic, different than what I thought it was going to be. Mm. so I, I I'm looking forward to it. it's a movie like it's an adult movie an adult biographical drama or whatever you want to call it would you see it in a the theater I would, I would actually pay. see that in the theaters yeah, yeah. it, looks, it looks fun yeah it looks, yeah. Like a, it, yeah, it looks and, interesting and I think this looks good because I like Mangold outside of the comic genre although I was a fan of Logan I did not like the Wolverine uh
0: so I think Mangold getting back into his 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 regular wheelhouse I like that mm. so okay so, do you guys plan on seeing Dark Phoenix this weekend? Uh, I might uh, not this weekend, <laughs> but I might get to
2: it eventually. Like I said, I have read the the reviews are mixed. You know, what's the what is wrong? So score, uh, I checked on it a couple hours it's ago. It's very early in it's, the game, so it keep is very. Because it yeah. comes
0: out tonight. Well, today's Thursday, yeah, today, by the way, guys. I didn't mention that <tonight laughs> film, at seven, whatever, the time but. of recording, but yeah, so it comes <laughs> Spoiler. out. Spoiler! Oh, 15 minutes ago, looks like it came out. So. Uh, critic reviews gave it at a twenty three percent so far. So we far. don't you know I,
2: I had logged on yesterday and I was just flipping through some other stuff and I had uh-huh. saw some positive stuff. Really? Uh by some reputable About sources, including movie? including variety, and I want to say the Washington Post. Uh, I think they gave it a decent review. So, you know, let's let's give it a chance to breathe and when we see it, we'll sort of judge it at some point. I
0: don't know, I've already seen X Men three. So and it, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Somebody said that it kills
2: and... it gets it so much more correct
0: so, than X Men three. My, so. uh, I don't know. Go uh, ahead, Rob members,
1: I don't know if I'm alone in this, but Jean Grey is the most blah character to me. I, she's a terrible person, too. I, I don't care about her. She just, oh, man. And she's supposed to be one of the strongest uh, telekinetic minds. There was minds a cool photo op at the X-Men. opening
2: with uh, Famke Jansen from the original series and um, the girl, Sophie Turner, is that her name? Yeah, Sophie from, Turner. From uh, Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, yeah.
1: Yeah, but so, just as a character. I don't, Not the actor, the actor's great, but as a character in the comic books and animated series, she's just like, really? blah. She had some yeah. good story. In, in the
2: animated series, I thought she, she was seems more like a, good.
0: Uh, she seems more like a Catalyst character. Mm. She just gets people from plot A to plot B. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I it does Phoenix make sense. And, I, and hate that. I I don't like that happening. But yes, it definitely there are, feels like they
2: that. They kind of turn her into a MacGuffin yeah. in a couple of the storylines. Yeah, not, And her powers are totally, like, unmeasurable at
1: points, yeah. which is nonsense. Which, but... And it sucks because I know she can be strong, but... Every time they have her using her power, she just collapses. She's, like, using it, and then all of a sudden, uh-huh. she gives off, uh, <laughs> like, a moan, like, Ugh! And <laughs> <I> then, <laughs> it just
3: breaks. Have this, you guys
2: probably like this, this iteration of the X-Men characters more than me. I think all these movies are just fine. But... I would say that like when Patrick Stewart is Professor X and he touches his hand to his forehead and like winces, I kind of buy it. Yeah. yeah and it's oh, yeah. Any yeah. Other Patrick other Stewart, yeah. As, even James McAvoy is a great actor. I just like think it's weird. It just you looks know, weird to me. Patrick
0: Stewart well, was a big contender for yeah, I think he was the only option for Professor X. Because, well, we're gonna talk yeah. about yeah. it. No, he was great. Gonna, he well, one of the only <laughs>
2: points I have to make on <laughs> this movie we're talking about later was Patrick Stewart has made a career out of baldness. Yeah, he really has. <laughs> <laughs> his whole career is based off of that. Uh, and it
1: continues on. Have you seen that meme when when he's on the internet he's in front of a black screen and then he looks like he's sleeping oh yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah exactly
0: it's what hilarious is
2: what commercials doesn't he do like scotch commercials or something you're so genius I forget in, where they uh,
0: are but they're genius he's an American dad and he plays a character oh, he's amazing every, every yeah. ball like, yes, yes. So the... he had a
2: show on uh, Showtime or Cinemax about like a British uh, television or, uh, yeah radio. it was amazing uh, it was I, was I never so saw dirty that I Gross. See it yeah it's not Veep but it's it's a step down but it's very good I liked it
0: oh man but I'm gonna see Dark Phoenix. I mean, if this movie's bad, because was it Sophie Turner like kind of lashed out on Twitter the other day because of the Game of she, Thrones? Reaction. Yeah, you yeah. know what? She is. You know, she is too sensitive.
2: If it's, she needs to stop reading the comments. <laughs> yeah, just stop it. Just stop. it's just Come kind on.
0: of like. If you're going to defend that and then she's, you're going to go make this movie. She's and... like six
2: feet tall. She's super hot. Don't scroll down.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just let it go, man. You, so you live in the good who's life. Your, would you prefer this Jean Grey, uh, Sophie Turner, or the former woman who played her? Fomka I can't Jansen from Rounder is a great I would. I would movie. pick her. because I go Fomka but...
1: Jansen
2: so far, but let's see how it closes so, out. I
1: have no opinion on this <laughs> <laughs> because
0: Jean Grey is just not interesting to me. You know what would have been cool if we would have got more stories is surrounding Cyclops.
2: He got, that would he have got been screwed nice, the but whole time. He, yeah, in the films, just, they really... James Marsden got he's screwed. He's just there. Even uh, the guy from Ready Player One, I forget that kid's name, but he's okay. He's a little bit better in the second iteration, but he gets screwed and his brother dies too in, in uh, First oh, Class. yeah. That's his brother. If we were
1: going to do X-Men movie, I would love to see a Gambit Jubilee movie or a Jubilee yeah, They sneak Logan. Jubilee into yeah. this In series. a deleted
2: yeah. and it was, uh, I scene I thought she, she didn't make a film. I thought she was just briefly in it and she looked all
0: Honestly, right. Honestly, this timeline is so messed and up. Is messy. You know, yeah, cool. yeah. It's so what, okay, so messy. let's go
2: around the table real quick. I, I know we're going a little long on movie news. What's the best X-Men film?
0: Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so X Men as in, would you count Logan as an X Men sure, film or just sure, a standalone? Yeah, yeah, put it in. Absolutely. Because okay. yeah. that's Hands not really the X Men, it's just Logan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Logan's fine. probably okay the best it. one. I will accept
2: Logan as an answer. First
1: class is up there First as class well. is definitely up there. But... And I remember the straight to TV movie that came on Fox about Iceman. Do you guys remember that one? No. <laughs> what? It was, it was Iceman and Leave Rogue. it to
2: Garbage Boy to go way <laughs> off the rails. How do I not know about this? Oh, man, how do <laughs> I know about this? Is it the guy from the movies? No. No. <laughs> no, that couldn't have been. I yeah. remember the cartoon. You remember the cartoon with Firestarter, Iceman. Yes. And, okay. Yeah. 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 You know, and Spider Man. Right. Those were the. I three, think it was Super, something was like Super Friends. Something like that. Yeah. Who knows what it better. was? <laughs> <laughs> I'm aging myself again.
0: But yeah, I would say probably Logan, first class. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get voted off the island. I think. I, <laughs> I like, I like X too. You like X? Okay, yeah. X. Uh, what's the plot yeah. of X Two?
2: Uh, that's when Wolverine they go back to find uh, Striker, yeah. who's played by what's his face there from the Born Identity movies. It's the one where at the end Gene has to save them, right? They take get the plane takes off, and that's when you see the phoenix. Yeah, and then she—it's the... just a decent like flow to that film.
1: But then she like she's holding her yeah, position, and she's using her mind, her, and yeah, all of yep, a sudden she's, she's like, the ah, ah. and then and and mediocre is, yeah, water yeah. <laughs>
2: effects. Yep, that's the one. That, that <laughs> I think that's the one I like the most. That's the one I revisited. The that's most.
0: Uh-huh. every portrayal of Jean Grey. No, <laughs> no, you forgot the fire in the background because that's usually what they do too. They do that in that movie too. I like you should one. go Fantastic
2: Four not <laughs> X-Men Disney but whatever don't listen to us in any case I was going to say like this is the thing we, we talk about this all the time where a uh, not so well known director makes a hit or, or makes a lot of noise with an indie movie gets the keys to a comic series that really was Brian Singer in the beginning we know things haven't turned out great for him but he did The Usual Suspects an amazing film basically an indie movie and from that he parlays it into the X-Men movie if you go back and watch the first X-Men movie even though it looks a little cheesy with like they're fighting on top of the Statue uh-huh. of Liberty it still kind of was- <laughs> I watched it not that long ago. It was okay. We exactly.
0: did. We did a podcast episode yeah. on the first yeah. episode movie. Episode <laughs> Oh, episode two. Yes, yes. First yeah. one was Charger. Yeah. That's uh, Show <laughs> talking play. If, I, if,
2: if not for that podcast, I wouldn't be here today. I, <laughs> I really enjoyed that episode. I, it was good. Back and it kind of holds up. You guys did a fair analysis of it, I We
0: did scene by scene. Yeah. And yes, so I know. I remember some, those days. Some, <laughs> some things hold up. Some things chances definitely don't. Yeah, chances for life.
1: Audience members, if you were there from the very beginning or if you've listened to that episode, hashtag. Tag flashback. But yeah, it's a great you, episode. You know, if you've been there, <laughs> in the
0: beginning, you know, God you bless you. I don't know what to time. say. <laughs> I, I like the Starship
2: Trooper episode too. I don't. I'm not. I don't ride for that movie as much as you guys did, but I liked that episode. It was a two parter, oh, but I man. liked it.
0: But yeah. So as far as that X Men movie goes, I mean, gosh, it's just some things hold up, some things definitely don't. But it was just. It was the start of the beginning because mm. that's the year two thousand. I and you got to think about it first like the, one the budget; and...
2: they was a limit. It was somewhat limited of a budget, yeah. and the effects are pretty solid. I mean, yeah. Sabretooth and toad. Okay, we got some problems there, but overall, it I think decent. toad's pretty
0: OG in that. You think so? He beats up Jane <laughs> Gray. I, original, he, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say original gangster. Oh, you meant OP. Okay. OP, yeah. <laughs> OG OG and OP. Well,
1: so. <laughs> he's a terrible character and they had to give him something. They had to give he does a good job. He beats them up. Yeah, he Which them. doesn't make any dang sense, but whatever. But nothing about it does, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but oh man. I just remembered the crappy animated T V show that came from it, X Men Evolution.
0: I actually liked X Men Evolution. Oh, uh, you're wrong, oh, I, like man, wrong. Not, I don't think I
1: liked it. Yeah, I don't think I get yeah, much wrong.
0: Of a You're wrong. <laughs> Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah, but I'm, I'm wrong about <laughs> X Men Evolution. Oh, god. We're gonna we're gonna lean a little bit into
2: like somewhat horror uh, genre here as the show goes on. Do we care that uh, Blumhouse is gonna greenlight another
0: Halloween movie? I mean, we knew how to be. We knew it was going to come. It did. It made a know.
2: ton of money. I thought that was it. Yeah. I thought that was it, though. I was ready for that to be it.
0: <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. never kill Halloween. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Myers. Gosh, I, I yes, mean... I know. <laughs> that's... I mean, fine. You know, one of these days we'll talk about it, but I wouldn't mind them going back in the direction of Season of the Witch. Yeah. But yeah. For those of you who don't know, originally Halloween was kind of planned to be like chronological, mm-hmm. yeah. where you would have... Each Halloween movie would tell its own very different story. The second yeah, yeah. One or And right? so, one yeah. of them is like that, right? So yeah. originally, the second Halloween was going to be its, another original Halloween story. It's basically scary stories that all take place on Halloween or yeah, and and evolve something great. else. Yeah, yeah. Analog- yeah. Or uh, chronological, analogical, whatever the word is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an anthology. It, anthology?
3: Yeah. I'm really Yeah, mad that. yeah, could be. yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> sure. sure. Whoever
0: <laughs> fancy word <laughs> with your fancy <laughs> word dictionary talkingflick talk at gmail.com. <laughs> go and yell at us. But, uh, <laughs> You know, of course, the first Halloween was a huge success and a huge hit. That the the studio they wanted a second one involving Michael Myers. So I guess the whole deal was they'll do a second involving Michael Myers, but the third one was going to be its own individual story. But of course, when season of The Witch came out and it didn't have you know Michael Myers at all in it. Fans were really upset nuts. about it. Yep. They went mad about You think it.
2: about Friday the 13th, they had the same kind of deal because uh, it's about the mother, essentially, yeah. in the first one, and then mm. because the, the hockey mask, all of a sudden, that's got to be, he has got to go to space. It's you the know, staple. They gotta yeah, go, yeah. You got to go to space. Everyone knows that. <laughs>
0: so, oh, man. All right, guys. Do you have any other people? Well, I got one last quick one. All right. Oh, no, no,
2: I got two. I'm sorry, because okay. I'm going to hijack
0: the show, Captain
2: <laughs> for life. So Ava Duvarne, who I loved her Selma movie, I did not like her Wrinkle in Time movie, is getting the keys to New Gods. Mm. i don't know if that's a good fit it feels weird to me any, any thoughts new that? gods like new gods i'm pretty sure it's the comic uh the graphic comic right yeah yeah what do you um, got on that
1: producer ryan you probably read gods. it right i uh, i did not but it's, it's very it's popular very well known yeah it's very yes. well known it's um, very
2: stylistic and i'm not sure that's in her wheelhouse but i didn't think i liked some of the style in the wrink, uh, wrinkle in time but the execution of that film d- did not work for me mm-hmm. okay
0: yeah gosh
2: I it's mean, just a weird choice. I just don't. I I read it like three times, and I like her, and I I root for her, but I'm not sure that's that's what the she right should thing be doing. for her. Yeah, so I learn. mean, a Wrinkle in Time
0: has always been weird to me. Even it, the TV it's a weird show story, that they right? had, so, yeah, yeah, it's a it's weird very, story.
2: There's no easy yeah. way to do it, mm-hmm. and and there's a lot of things I liked in that movie. I gave it a five and five point five. Well, but it's not perfectly constructed.
1: Uh, to be completely honest, I don't know. Too much about the comics of New Gods. I haven't read them. I don't ever. know a ton either. I just know yeah, it's yeah. super stylistic. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, checking up on Wikipedia. Jack Kirby was the one that created it. It's a and Kirby it. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, originally when Nick pitched this to me, I was thinking American Gods. And American Gods. It's is already a TV movie. show. That's a stars one. Yeah, and yeah. again,
2: it. I don't love that show, but the style is spot on with that show. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: but the original comic was great. That was was it? Neil Gaiman, I believe? I think that's a Gaiman Never read yeah. yeah. the Sounds comics, right.
0: but I saw the first four or five episodes of the first Definitely, season. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Check out. Check it's a guy out. from um, Deadwood again. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ian McShane. Yeah, Ian McShane, yeah. Ian McShane. yeah.
2: yeah so. Emily, uh, the girl from Sucker Punch also is in that. Uh I forget her name. She's Miss Sucker Punch. <laughs> yeah, well, the lead, name. <laughs> but she's very good in it. So. Um... But uh, okay, so one more just before we get crazy here. We gotta talk about this because I can't <laughs> wrap my head around this idea. I don't know what I think about it. Maybe you guys can help me work through it. Django uh Django and Zorro Django oh, versus Zorro. Yeah. What are we talking about here? I'm <laughs> not sure.
0: What, what's happening? <laughs> Gosh, what's the age difference between Antonio Bender? Uh, is it Antonio Bender? No, no, it's not, it's it's not, it's not, not Antonio Bender. So it's right not, now no, I
1: thought it was. No, no, no. I was Robert just making Rodriguez a joke. Is I was just with making Tarantino. a joke. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. No, it, it's not even confirmed. <laughs> hey man, that... He could still do it, he still looks good. It's not even confirmed <laughs> that Jamie Foxx is going to be in it. Yes, yes. I was just making ask joke out. Maybe you
2: guys know. Is there like a graphic
1: novel that I don't know about? There is a comic. Oh, there is. So this has been done.
0: Okay. I have no idea right there, but I'm fine with that. I mean... I think you should keep Jamie Foxx, maybe recast Zoro because of Antonio Banderas' age, but you know maybe it
2: works. Remember, remember right. the one. Da- Listen, I like Zorro and the Mask of Zorro or the Mask of Zorro and whatever the sequel was. Yeah. So those two movies are okay for me. The first one better than the second one, but Anthony Hopkins horribly miscast <laughs> as like the teacher father or whatever. He's
0: definitely Mexican. Everyone. Yeah, kind of weird, right? A little whatever, bit weird, yeah. right? <laughs> All right, so, so, so you know
2: why not bring B- Banderas so back? So Quentin Tarantino.
1: Quentin Tarantino is is has the rights and he hired. Uh, uh, Gerard Carmichael to write. Okay. Jared the, Carmichael. Yeah. Uh, he's Yeah. Jerry yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carmichael to put uh, the to inflection write, it on there.
2: Gerard. I'm sure he likes that. <laughs> gives him a little class. I like uh,
1: it. yeah, but so right now it's still up in the air, whether Quentin Tarantino is actually going to have a hand in writing Do the we? script or even if, uh, Jamie Foxx or they don't know who's going to play. We Zorro. don't know who's going to direct. It's just a we thought out there right, it, right so. now. And so yeah, let me ask yeah. you this.
2: Do we think you now we're going to see once upon a time in Hollywood, obviously, and it looks amazing so yes, far. Do we think Quentin Tarantino is kind of losing his mind a little bit? <laughs> we hey, got the Star Trek Maybe thing. in a good way. Now we got Django <laughs> oh, yeah. and Zorro.
1: I don't know. Maybe an unhinged Tarantino is what we need. I, I like these directors that are willing to take chances. To oh, do he's something. definitely one of them. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> here. You're not, you don't got to worry about him. He's not afraid. So. <laughs> you know, and he does have star power behind him. Studios are willing to give him this opportunity because he has such a pedigree behind him. But if it was a new director, I'd probably be like, eh, it sounds like an Interesting thing, and maybe I'll watch it on Netflix. But for Quentin Tarantino to put this out, I'd be like, heck yeah, I'm
2: what's, totally gonna watch what, that. What's the name of Christoph Waltz character in *Inglorious Bastards*? I'd watch a whole movie about Schultz? that guy. No, no, no. Yeah, uh, his name Was it Schultz? Oh, I can't remember. No, he but he no, won the Oscar that, that's, for uh, *Jingo*. It's amazing. Yeah. Somebody yeah. will. someone will. I don't uh, think. Uh, tweet I don't think Quentin Tarantino's but,
0: but. gotten to the point of what we were talking about, like Spielberg or Ron Howard. I mean, he's been in it for a while. I but this put is... him
2: in that tier. So for sure, yeah, for sure. Different. He's on. He's in. Like, if you name ten guys, he's one of the ten guys. Yeah,
0: Creative so, for sure. Yeah. Um, because this uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, that's his ninth film, right? He doesn't do a lot of work. Yeah. So and I again, mean, some
2: of them are stinkers. I like. I said I didn't love. <laughs> yeah, four rooms, not good. That's an older Although one that's too. A, that's a compilation of other directors too. I didn't like. Um, what was the one he just made with the? Uh, oh, Hateful Eight. The Hateful right? Eight. Yeah, yeah mm, too yeah. long. Yet again, <laughs> Django's twenty minutes too long. and Glorious is his last. Really like. Hallmark film, obviously Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, yeah, 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 and uh,
1: Christoph Waltz, he was playing Colonel Hans Landon. Landon, oh, okay, yeah. there we La go. Creme. I think Schultz was his
0: character in uh, Django. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He
2: won Oscars for that too. He won that Two's one too. Best yeah. Supporting Actor Oscars Dang. for two <laughs> Quentin Tarantino written parts. Amazing. <laughs> man. So he's a good actor. I like him.
0: All right, guys. Now it's time to move into the show. Let's do it. So, <laughs> all right. This week we're going to be covering Green Room. So, for those of you don't know, Green Room Green Room is the story of why you should never go to a Nazi party or be in a punk band. So, yeah. <laughs> punk yeah, is don't dead. don't
2: get a tiki torch and go play punk music. It's not going to work out for you. <laughs> In the long run, maybe short
0: term, but not long term. As always, Ryan, what was your reaction (laughs) to this movie?
1: Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is? That's what you got? I, yeah. I was doing that so many times through this movie. <laughs> it was crazy, man. I am like, damn. Damn. <laughs> this this is A24 Pictures. He's yeah, the one for yeah. making those type I, of movies.
0: So. <laughs> so this was actually uh, Anton Yelchin's last theatrical film that Which ever came out. Rest so, in peace, Anton Yeah. And Amazing he's, uh, actor. For those of you who don't know, he played Chekhov in Star Trek. Yep, he absolutely. was in Terminator Salvation. Terminator Salvation, He was in Along Came a Spider with Morgan Freeman. Yep. Um uh, um, so he actually died in a very freak accident where super basically, weird, yeah, it was his,
2: a car accident where the something to do with the emergency. It was like brake. a faulty
0: e brake line. Yeah, and uh, Eventually, that his vehicle yeah. or all the vehicle lines got recalled because super of that. young, wow. so just yeah. a devastating, yeah, crazy. So
2: creepy but, that this would be his last film too.
0: Yeah, I mean, gosh, with this movie, I don't know.
2: Do you classify this as a horror movie? I know it's classified on all the notes about it, but it doesn't seem. I'd
0: right. say it's like kind of subcategory, but it's. I would put it more as thriller suspense. I think it's a thriller more yeah. than anything, but yeah. I could see how it's, it's close for to sure. like
2: a, a classic thriller that we get these it's, days.
0: When when it first came out, I thought it was advertised as a horror
1: movie. It yeah. definitely was. Yeah, I yeah, remember
2: yeah. the trailers. Yeah,
0: yeah. So. I would just put it in that same category as like The Purge. It's not mm. really like a horror movie, but it's definitely more action thriller. Probably more on sure. the action yeah. side, you know, than anything. Yeah, stick it so, in the purge box. Like yeah, it, yeah, yeah, there you go. Stick it in the purge box. Horror <laughs> adjacent, I guess you could say. So, Listen, um, I so I I don't I don't, know, know, I don't know if you guys want to want to cut this part right here. We'll see if we'll leave it in. Right. But uh, Ryan and I were talking because we're just like, okay, we're doing the Green Room, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I hope we all watch the Green Room. I'm like, hopefully we didn't watch the Green Book. The Green Mile. The green I love Inferno, the Green Book. That's a yeah. great word. Green Hornet. I like the Green Book. Green, green, green Lantern. Didn't like that one. And so, <laughs> and so Nick, our beloved Captain Tanginol's up, is like, Okay, cool, we're doing an upgrade today, right?
1: Which <laughs> <laughs> <And laughs> I still want to do. We're we're parting the kimono a little bit. We talked about what movie we're gonna be doing at the end of last episode, and then we confirmed it on our chat together. Everybody and- knows I don't listen to you guys put it in writing and then you're like didn't you write it down we were going through all the text and it's like nope nope yeah. it's not there
3: <laughs> Green Room was the last thing that
1: was mentioned Yeah, and <laughs> it's so, alright it's so alright
0: originally we kind of had the idea of doing uh, like Venom kind of versus Upgrade like kind of an episode like yeah, and you that know, now that I've and seen
2: Upgrade I'm not sure that works I think Upgrade deserves mm, its own have pod you,
0: I mean have you seen Venom I have not yet yeah, okay. I, I, I get like would say, the
2: voice in the head
0: is the well you've already seen Upgrade so maybe, yeah. maybe watch Venom because I would say right. similar ideas of course kind of different routes I was not in Impressed but,
2: with the trailers of Venom, but it made so much money at some point it, made to it. watch it. And it this is just a little bit of a million worldwide. It's like a that.
0: little bit of a foreshadowing for the future. We sure. will do we'll that. Yeah, eventually yes, we yes. will for <laughs> sure. So just because Venom Upgrade, I see the similarities, but we'll go over it later. But <laughs> Okay, but, but Green Room. Yeah, back to Green Room. Green so Room. um director is Jeremy Solonier. Sol- so yeah. apparently this movie he calls it his unofficial trilogy. Of blue, just kind blue of ruin. Is there, there was blue ruin yeah. and there was another one called was gosh there, I'd have to I'd was have to there another it color I think it's I involved? It's your
2: next is it your next? No, it's not no. your
0: next. Although that is a very good one. That I don't I've think seen that's too, him, but well. that's an interesting movie. Yeah, so that one's definitely interesting. So, um, but apparently the whole trilogy kind of revolves around. Um, getting like normal people and placing them in these like extreme situations it was murder party that was the mm. other one. Oh yeah
2: murder party
1: man yeah, what so... a
0: what a missed opportunity blue ruin green room it should have been like red party yeah, red party. Oh, yeah that's actually <laughs> a good one <laughs> apparently in an interview too he said that was all completely by accident nah. he didn't intend for that to happen it's just how it is but who on, knows man. for real so you need a little bit of foresight
1: Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: stick with the colors but um, he Recently, he directed a couple of episodes from uh, True Detective as well. I was surprised so this, to
2: read that. Yeah, that was yeah. interesting. Yeah. So he I, did, want, I want to go back and see which ones they were.
0: Gosh, was, oh, so he did season three. He did The Kiss Tomorrow Goodbye and The Great War and Modern Memory. Huh. So, those are the episodes. I don't know which episode numbers they are, but this last season of True Detective was very good. The style and was so, amazing. Yeah, style was amazing. And, yeah, and the I, chemistry
2: between the two leads obviously was amazing. Mar- oh, yeah, Salah for Ali sure. And I mean, it was Stephen Dorf, right? is that Gosh, it I is? forgot. Yeah, I forget yeah, his, his name. Like I just that. know He's him amazing. from Blade. Yeah, every time. Amazing i see him i'm like that's blade <laughs> Pretty sure not that's, blade, but that's frost from blades so. he's gonna win an emmy
0: i'm telling <laughs> you that was an amazing
2: performance by him
0: oh man but with this movie because i saw it back i want to say maybe a year after it came out and I was 2015? it was
2: 2015 is that what it is yes. 2015, 2015 is when it came
0: out i want to say after definitely after it was out of theaters i looked up on one of those you know websites you can find as many movies as you want you know and so i was able <laughs> to check it out because i heard really good things about it and I just really like this movie. It's got a bit of a, I would say, kind of a slow burn in the in the beginning, just a yeah. little bit. Yeah. But it picks up, and when it picks up, it builds on that momentum oh, for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, I agree. I and- agree. I really like the writing behind it. It's really yeah. good. And I didn't even know the Rotten Tomatoes score until like I pulled it up today, but apparently it has like a I believe Ohio Yeah. Was. It's a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes and a seventy five percent with audience score. It's, so it's a
2: weird thing because Sol Nier has made these three movies that seemingly get the critics' attention. Everybody loves them and they're somewhat cult, you know, famous. they made yeah. some money on the D V D market, on the Blu-ray market. But none of them really turned to profit. Yeah. This so I think made, that's like, why no you don't money. see, he hasn't been given the keys to anything super exciting or super big or super new. Uh, and that's probably why. But this movie, what he does is build tension almost mm, better than. Yeah. I don't know. He's, he's got to be in the top, like, 10, 12 right now working directors to building tension. The only thing I don't like about him is he boxes us in. He boxes in in a room, in a forest, in a house. Yeah, yeah. But it's that I don't like. Too. I get it. Yeah, budget, I get that. But,
1: okay, so I'm looking at IMDb but right now. But he gives now. you that
2: claustrophobic vibe. Yeah, yeah, still for doesn't. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah so there is that.
1: So they grouped this in with, like, movies like this. It's suggesting uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. And I, sure. I would agree because it is that claustrophobic. I'll give you a comp. Like, you
0: ready for
2: a comp? If How we about get- Die Hard?
1: That's it, yeah. So uh, right? that was actually like one of one. my topics mm, a little bit. Really, right, a little um, diehard okay. in there. So a little
2: survive. Well, survive uh, the night. what I was
1: what I was trying to say is that it feels like if I was going to put this movie into a genre, when you were talking about whether it's going to be horror, a horror, horror, well, I would consider it a claustrophobic thriller, just like Ten Cloverfield Lane, just like uh, what is that one? when I you definitely think like I was that better. Buried alive. Um,
0: what movie was that? Buried. Yeah, there's
2: was was a Ryan Reynolds one. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's yeah, the one I, mean, I was yeah, talking yeah, about. That was, that was good. What was that movie yeah. with the guy buried
1: alive? Buried? Yeah, it was, that was Or the one with the phone booth. What is that one <laughs> called? <laughs> I, I know I'm gonna age
2: myself again, but there's an amazing uh Jeff uh, Bridges It's uh-huh. a movie called The Vantage Again. It's an amazing older film that's a little bit claustrophobia, a little bit uh-huh. thriller, a little bit like old school adult movie that we don't get anymore. I kind of think this is kinda, it has that vibe to it a little bit.
0: I mean, I've never seen that movie, but just kind of back on that die Hard. When I first watched this movie, it felt very okay, die hard, but with people who definitely don't, you know, except take out the cop element and you're just in a not, instead of a hotel, a really big hotel, you're in a green room and a studio room and a Nazi kind of party kind mm, of frat yeah, house yeah, yeah. type of thing. I don't know exactly what you would call it, but, <laughs> but got apparently with this director too. And even in an interview, he said that he picked up some steam, I guess, from Blue Ruin because it was, uh, not Red Party, but Murder Party, Mm. and then picked up some scene from Blue Room before anybody realized... Because he said before anybody realized that I was a fraud, he wanted to make one more movie, and I guess he picked this movie, The Green Room. Yeah, yeah. And I guess even when Patrick Stewart was sent the script... When he read his character for, I think his name is Darby Darcy. Darcy, Darcy. Darcy, yeah, Darcy. Darcy. That's kind of how
2: it was sold. Like Patrick Stewart's bad guy turn. This is his bad guy. So
0: that's what made Patrick Stewart want to take this role because after he read the script, after he read the character, he actually got scared and made sure his 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 house was locked. He he drew, yeah, so you know that thing you do after a scary movie. You turn all the lights on. You lock your house. (laughs) Put on the alarm. And
2: (laughs) one of the things that distracted me in this movie was set in Portland, and I'm a Portlandia guy. This is not Portlandia. This is like (laughs) what's going on in Portland. I, I will say Portland is like. A lot of skinny jeans dudes with a lot of facial hair. Well, this is more is a rural. a weird vibe, this is but like, everybody's so out. nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This, uh, I don't know, man. This is uh, this is a different take on Portland. Yeah, oh, no, no sure. this is in the sticks, man. Yeah. I don't this is, know. This this is house, in the boonies, dog. This house
0: is in the woods. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, it's, the car uh, crashes uh, <laughs> out in the fields. Yeah,
2: it's been in the middle of nowhere.
1: Can I can I mention this? Okay, Darcy is basically the wolf from Pulp Fiction. So, okay, oh, yeah, is that Harvey Keitel, yeah, he yeah, he does all clean right. up, yeah, everything yeah, yeah, right. is doing the cleanup with up. everything that's going on. He's like, All right, this is what we have to do, and then he, <laughs> oh, are, are
2: we doing spoilers yet? Are yeah, we're, we're just gonna go, so his turn, so.
1: I thought, was a little weird, but well, no, I, I don't think there was a turn at all. He was like, Oh, you this is There's... what happens? He, like, right off the bat, he is all about getting things squared away, and he has the intent of killing this, yeah. punk band,
0: so. Uh Patrick Stewart's character, he's he owns the uh from that impression, we we think he owns the yes, uh, yes, everything. He owns the, he's the leader he owns of the, of the, house, the, the yeah. he's the leader, that place. Yeah. He's the leader of the Nazi group. And just kind of dive a little bit more into the, like the synopsis is Cool where, Glasses. Yeah. And where you have uh this punk band, which is Anton Yelchin and then a bunch of other people, and you have yes. maybe from Im- arrested Imaging Development, hoops. too.
1: She's unbelievable. No, no, she's not in the band though. She's, she's, she's uh She's, she's part of the character. party. Yeah, she's a side oh, okay. character. So okay. you want to
0: name off the characters real quick? Ryan? Yeah, it's
1: Pat, Reese, Sam, and Tiger. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's a,
0: Aaliyah Shahkhan is one of them.
2: She's a pretty decent.
1: Pat actor. is
0: Anton Yelchin, right? Pa- yes, yes, yes.
1: Pat is the main character. Reese and Tiger. Like I really like Tiger yeah. as a character. Yeah.
0: Um, Reese kind of a Jujutsu guy, or uh, uh, uh yeah. Reese, Reese is a jujitsu, jujitsu guys, guy, and Tiger has the green hair. Yeah, Tiger has the yeah. green hair. Yeah. 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 So they're uh they're a punk band. They're doing a tour. They're not making rights. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: Are they,
2: are
0: they on so, iTunes somewhere? It's,
1: it, it's, I, so I, didn't I like get that the joke. name. That's a solid name. I, I didn't get the joke. Uh, apparently, their name is It Ain't Right. And <laughs> then they were pointing at the, the lineup because they misspelled the name or they put it wrong. They put the Ain't Rights instead of <laughs> the Ain't right. I like The Ain't Rights better. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, you know, it's I, I do like how they portray this indie band because when you think about going on tours, it's all about lavish spending money, like flying. In jets and driving around in limousines and stuff. I don't but
2: know. If I think indie band, I think Portland. No, no, no. I,
1: well, <laughs> <A> Portland bar. <laughs> I, I'm talking about touring just in general. Yeah. Like, you know, sure. when, if you're a musician and you're touring, they, that's what you're thinking of. But when you're an indie, like, uh, indie music producer yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you're an unknown band. Yeah, you're an unknown yeah. band. So basically, you're staying with diehard fans. You trade, you siphon gas from uh, a yeah, parking lot.
0: They're dirt poor and they yeah, siphon yeah. gas to get you where they need to go. Yeah, and I've, I have not have I for no love friend, the Music.
1: Yeah, for the love of music. Exactly. Yeah. And they're trying to make it big. And I've known friends and I've heard stories of people just that's Jewel what they would slept do. slept in her
2: van until she Yeah, got exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: They, you wouldn't always have a place to stay. You would play a gig and then you would make an announcement at the end of the show the, saying, the guy hey, from We need a now, place to stay.
2: The guy from Creed now <laughs> sleeps in a van again or whatever. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Funny how life repeats itself. Right? Oh, yeah. but I, I like that. It's very grounded. <laughs> it's and really deep iTunes. into uh-huh. that. Uh, and it's a good portrayal. It kind of makes makes it very real oh so. yeah i
2: do i think they look they look the part you see and the, it, struggle. They got the vibe there and
0: when you see that struggle it helps set up for why they take this gig because exactly they, yeah, i think yeah, that they, yeah they end that's up that's one losing. of those things
2: they don't have to explain like you can see it it's yeah out they're well, desperate and they're and
0: desperate for the money because i think they're gonna pay like yeah. 250 or 350 to do this nazi show because one of their gigs fell through yeah yeah the they, first gig was in like a mexican restaurant yeah and they only got
1: like six dollars each yeah <laughs> it was
0: real bad and so yeah. They ended up kind of doing this Nazi show, which 250 or 350 to be able to kind of make a little bit of money and yeah, then call yeah. the tour and probably head back home or whatever it is. But it's a great way to set it up. And with this kind of plot synopsis is whenever they, uh, they move their stuff out of the green room, which is usually where bands keep their things at and everything while they're performing... And of course, maybe from uh, *Rested Velma, I forget her her character name. She forgets when she forgets her phone yeah, in no the Sam, green room, no and Sam. when she walks, and when Anton a, Yelchin a says, shortcut. "Don't worry, I got it." He walks into the room and he discovers that there's a chick on the floor with a knife in her head man basically oh, it's yeah, this whole. Yeah. it's a i feel like it's a great setup because everyone gets pissed at each other you had yeah. big justin who's the really big guy who's just like why didn't you lock the effing door <laughs> like why didn't you do that you're supposed to lock the door and they're like well you were there yeah i was there until i wasn't and so everyone's mad in the situation because of course you got a dead girl there and they're nazis and of course yeah, yeah. you know they've got illegal stuff going on and... and the reason
1: why i like the script so much towards the end it gets kind of bad in terms of writing but the whole beginning part i I liked it a lot because it seemed like they were talking in code. All the reactions were real. All the things that they were saying was in the lingo. Yeah, I agree And with that. everyone knew what was going on. Yeah, It's
2: not like a, a difficult, uh, the level of, d- of difficulty with the script isn't super, super high. Yeah, yeah. But the realism in the first part of it, I really like. In the second half, it gets into like the situational stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah it kind of falls apart a little bit, but you know, it's still a it's still I'm a in little
0: indifferent film. about it, uh, at least in that part When I go right back there, in and... the room, I'm so... like, come on, man.
1: <laughs> come on. <laughs> so, The funniest part, we kind of glossed over their gig at the Nazi party. (laughs) And, And granted, not everyone at the concert hall are Nazis. They're just going to play a gig. But they recognize that a good majority of them are Nazis. So right before they go on, they say, hey, these guys are jerks. Let's try something. And then they open with uh, a song that
0: says uh, nazi
1: pig go fuck yourself or something like that <laughs> it's by yeah,
0: uh, it's by dead dead kennedys and oh, then it's, a dead it's kennedy's uh, song. Na- I, didn't I think even it's catch nazi that. nazi punks is Na- <laughs> nazi punks is the name oh, of the song okay. i think that's the name right yes, there yes yes they did mention and that it
1: was a cover i i'm not a big fan of punk but i can get down so like, i really dead like i like the yeah, dead <laughs> i really like the soundtrack the soundtrack is great it's but violent fems punk that violent Femmes, we still like them no they're like french something i don't even know what they are <laughs> but it, it's just hilarious and it kind of builds up that tension right off the bat. Pat starts to chicken out, and then you see the other band spitting out like yeah. in disrespect yeah. because of what they're saying and what they're doing. And they go into it's poor this, judgment. Yeah. And they go into this really cool shot. So they're doing a the gig and after they do that cover, they go into their actual set. And it goes into slow motion and they start playing ambient music. And I really like this shot because it's hectic in the visuals, but it's this nice, airy, ambient Kind of feel to uh-huh. it, kind of showing the art behind the music or the right. love for what they're doing. Because yeah, they're doing it so that they can get paid, but they're doing this tour because they love. They what care about doing. the music. They're yeah, real exactly. people who art, love yeah, the music. State. I think yeah. that's exactly. what Solnier exactly. is going yeah. for there, and it was such a good shot, it really is. good shot. Yeah, and he's yeah. better.
2: I think Solnier better at mood than he is story and construction of this of the overall film uh-huh. because of stuff like that. And I, he he makes them mm-hmm. human that way, you know.
0: You know, and it feels like a great setup too with the whole you know just going. Running back in to get your phone real quick and they yeah, didn't lock the all door. That stuff is very Something normal. that could just happen for real Agreed. in this specific situation, of course. But
2: it, and that's why, like I like it to die hard in a weird way, because it's just like this regular cop. At the time that was pretty groundbreaking. Yeah. It's just Bruce Willis. He's not super, super ripped or nothing. I still think it still
0: is from know, watching me, it recently. Yeah, I too. think it it's still up right just a I, up. The,
2: I ride for the first three. After that, okay, well, we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, all all of the first three, although he starts turning into a superhero at some point. But the first one, especially, it's just amazing that he's just a guy in a situation that was like the first time uh, and I don't want to go on a tangent about Die Hard but when they shoot the glass out of the windows oh yeah absolutely just an amazing choice you see blood you see yeah yeah.
0: oh man that's strategy strategy. (laughs) I think this movie
2: captures some of that vibe which which is what I liked about it there was
0: a time when I would go to uh, I would go to house shows here in town in Vegas because I was I used to listen to a lot of ska and that's like kind of punk kind of (laughs) meets reggae and everything but every now and you got other like kind of punk people and uh I'll say, like, some of those, uh, meeting some of those punk people, they're a little, it seems a little accurate where they're just kind of traveling from show to show. They don't have a job. God knows where they live. I was, I was in the military
2: <laughs> with one of them, and it was like the big short, the big cargo shorts and the, the, the oh, the, the, uh, whatever that shirt they wear. Uh, it's kind of
0: weird. The, uh, Malachi, who's, uh, he was on the Jeepers Creepers episode. He has his own band, it's his own ska band. I don't know if he's oh, a band. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I would,
2: why, we, like, why are we invited to a concert? Is Ant Man here? Did he take us back in time? Is it the nineteen
0: nineties? <laughs> so he has this, I don't know if they're still playing. It's they were called uh, <laughs> well, stop on to go green to or something like that. Or stop <laughs> yeah, stop on green. Uh, I just um, know that yeah, that sounds like a ska band. Did they have
1: a trumpet player, right? right? <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs>
0: They better. We we would go I would go to Malachi's shows, I would visit him at certain house shows. I remember one time I asked him. Hey, whose house is this? And he just looks at me. He's like, "Come on, man, you don't ask questions like that." And like, <laughs> and so, Malachi's a respected gentleman. Okay, he works at the Review Journal here in town. And so, oh, is that right? Uh, yeah. Awesome. So every
1: every ska band has its designated dancer. Do, yeah, do they the have one dancer? guy that goes. No, out that's the just the
0: mighty mighty Boston. Uh, oh, no, on, I thought man. it was more than that. Real <laughs> I,
2: big fish doesn't have it. So, so uh um, had a dancer for a little while. I don't know.
0: They kind of count. <laughs> they're, well, they're not so much ska. Uh, a little no, bit they, of reggae. Yeah, in there. Oh yeah. my gosh. So, but I used to just kind of yell at Malachi because he would play like the piano, but it was something that you blow into. And, of course, usually oh, yeah, at these yeah, shows, yeah. I'm drinking. I'm like, oh, hey, I God. like the way you're blowing. And, so <laughs> yeah. I, and there's a whole other story with this band. I don't know if they still play. I'll have to look at it. Um, I'll tell you guys the story of Roland probably after we're done recording. There's this guy. His name's not Roland, but I just call him Roland all the time. I'll uh, never learn his real name. Honest uh, members, if you guys have a band or if you guys are
1: performers, sh- DM us. We'll go to one of you guys' yeah, we'll shows. If show. it's here yeah, in we'll Vegas, we'll for sure. We'll yeah. shoot yeah. 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 that'll, that'll be dope. We don't mind, so... So, uh, so with the movie itself, it goes into them finding out about this murder, and yep. that's when they introduce uh, Imogen Poots.
0: Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, Sam, she's, right? Or oh, no 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 no.
1: no, no. no. Um, she's the friend of the girl that was killed. Is it Emily or oh, is that her character? Uh, Amber, Amber Amber. Yes. Emily was the girl who got Emily killed. Emily got killed and Amber, Amber was her friend. And yes. then they release it that Emily was supposed to be leaving the uh, the movement, the Nazi party with another character, and they didn't want her leaving and you know, I I yeah. like her
2: in this format. She was in like twenty eight weeks later, that awkward moment. There's a small kind of indie movie a long way down with Pierce Brosnan that I like that nobody saw she's a good actress she kind of steals it right when she shows up uh-huh. I like her a lot you know she... other than Anton we know how it plays out at the end mm-hmm. but you know I just like her character in this movie she,
0: she does a really good job her character in shifts general?
2: just enough when she shows up that yeah I like that change and it keeps me interested a little bit longer.
0: And it's funny how she just becomes kind of a part of that group too, as well. And I really like how this shows just how organized these higher ups are in this Nazi kind of, you know, I guess you could say gang or this group. They are pretty structured. They're they're very organized. (laughs) Well, because they say it, it's a movement, not a party. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, so. I like want, it as far as military guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like it as far as whenever he, he calls the cops, he reports the stabbing. They're able to cover it up with a yeah. fake stabbing, and by I like how off these kids. yeah by paying off these kids. And I like how even when they take out money from the establishment, they have to sign out the money. Yeah, yeah, and they have to say there's a dead girl lying somewhere. We need to get this taken care oh, of. But and even so, even
1: with that, they said what we'll need is we'll need six hundred dollars and. A true believer yeah and make they say, why it why not true yeah make yeah. it two true believers the, and the... <laughs> you it kind of it foreshadows it doesn't really go into the whole they're an actual Nazi party but then you kind of see oh, okay they're pulling out the red laces they're all skinheads yeah. it's crazy
2: some of the look of some of them they don't look super intimidating I know we can't talk about upgrade but the bad guy in that one with the weird mustache oh <laughs> I got the same vibe a little bit from green room uh, I was interesting cuz Anton and uh, Imogen poots have good chemistry right mm-hmm. they were in fright night together in in 2011. Yes, that's right. And it's not a great movie, but I really kind of have a guilty I never with saw that it, movie. but I still need to Colin see it. Colin Farrell. So, yet again, yeah. I, every, I have a soft spot for him and <laughs> it's, just a, it's a shitty remake, but it's still worth
1: your time. Imogen Poots, her character Amber, her kill count is five in this movie. Is it really? Yeah. That, yeah, that sounds kills, about right. She yeah. killed five people. The rest of the party... Psh, like, one,
0: Zero. two. <laughs> <laughs> like, Anton killed one, I think, or two? Pat uh, Pat kills, Pat, kills, Pat kills one. Kills one. Yeah. yeah, Pat kills one. No, he kills two, doesn't he? Oh, no, he? yes, he kills two, because yeah. he's the one that kills Darcy. Uh, yeah, Patrick Stewart's and then killer. he hits oh, yeah, the other yeah. guy with okay. the machete in the neck. Yeah, yeah, so...
1: but Amber, uh, Imogen Poots, man... Again, this is another thought for my therapist, but she gets super hot when she yeah. like kills like the third guy. I'm like, whoa, creepy
2: garbage. Yeah, movie. I don't know what yeah. it
1: is. Maybe these girls that are like the new segment, murders. That's for your I think it has more to do. I think it's more to do with you and what's going on internally. No, nope. nope. it's <laughs> not me. It's the So let me ask movie. you this. So
2: last week, we're we're in sort of a, a pattern now because we did a bright burn. I'm I'm gonna try to help you out here. <laughs> we did bright burn last week. You know, I watched Upgrade, of course, and we're doing Green Room. Like these are like straight. Movies with interesting plots, but they have that kind of gore aspect mm, of the mm. kill scenes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. This one fits in. I mean, I feel like we're doing it's, a trilogy a little bit on that. It's got
0: that shock factor too when it's it comes a, to the- Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I wouldn't so, say it's
2: over the top, but it's different than the rest
1: of the film when they start so hacking wonder, people up. What was the uh what was the the budget on this movie? Three, it, it was, was five three, million. Five million. Nine. Five million. I think it yeah. made three made million about three. worldwide. Okay. Yeah. All so right, it ends
2: all up barely breaking even because it had, like I said, a cult phenomenon with D V D sales up by 1.7.
1: The effects on it were pretty
0: good. Yeah, pretty solid for yeah, set yeah, and, and again everything. the
2: lighting is is almost uh, the singular greatest achievement mm, of the, movie. Yes. Yes. the lighting is what they really get right some of the music some of the tone okay i'm going to give it to him but the lighting is fantastic and i think again s- similar to what brightburn gets wrong some of the lighting some of the settings and set pieces you can kind of tell some of the cheaper parts even though they did overall a decent job this one it goes the other way he's really a master at uh-huh. working with a small
0: budget now I think with this too as well, same as like weekend at Bernie's, I think they built the house there as a set yeah. house. I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but I think they went that route where they the, found some guy's land or maybe this guy's so near, you know,
2: yeah. and I don't want to pick on indie movies cause I want more of them. And I like these smaller movies. And I think this guy deserves a bigger budget film even though he hasn't really turned a huge profit on any of his movies yet. The only thing I would say it's constrained to small areas and it's a story that probably would be better off if we get like one truck driving away, chase scene kind of thing. Like uh-huh. we, we just need to expand a you little know, bit yeah. more because when they run back in the room, I just really had a hard time. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like
1: how they just, well, they they have that I, sense I, of isolation. I isolations. like the claustrophobia
2: aspect
0: too but uh-huh. you can
2: expand it a little and, more. And they were that. pretty
1: much trapped. <laughs> yeah, they were
0: you know, really we'll, trapped. We'll get into the kills yeah. there. Yeah, so but. that's where I would say as far as like this movie goes is that I don't think they should have expanded more. I thought they kinda had it just right because they really are trapped, where they're in that room that is windowless, you know, yeah, there's only one inside one Tyler. So they on have that, that part and where they so, find
2: the other exit, but it's locked from the outside. Well, like, it's kinda... not
0: even another exit. It's a room underneath the green room, yeah, it's but there's heroin. only so, They're doing drugs or something? Yeah, it's yeah they're yeah. making yeah. heroin, but there's but there... it's only events. There's not, There's no room in or out. Okay. The, there's
1: there's a ladder that leads yeah, I to there was a an well. Exit, some kind of exit. Yeah, there's a ladder that leads to a well, but they don't go into that very deep because there's a lock on the other end. There's no way that they're going to break it. But let's let's talk about some of the scenes that we like, because I just really want to bring them yeah. Up because I think we would be remiss if we don't talk about some of these gory scenes. So there's that moment where they have this big struggle with the gun. Yeah. And the the band reasonably, reasonably, they don't know what they're going to do. This is poor judgment. Yeah. And <laughs> they're trusting. They're, they just want to get out. And Patrick Stewart is doing a really good job of selling it that everything is safe. We just don't want the cops involved. Just give us the gun. Do. So okay. he brings out. He puts his hand out to give them the gun. And. <laughs> The red laces, the gang that, or the group that they're yeah. with has machetes and starts hacking away Let me ask at his, his
2: Why do they have machetes okay. and why is that their so, choice? Right, why right. can't you just slam the door on the Why right can't here. you do other
0: stuff? So they mention in the movie, it's it's the rules. So what they're doing, because they have Patrick Stewart in there, he's he's the leader, but he's also kind of the cleaner. He's trying to fix the situation. Yes. He's the wolf. To, yeah, the wolf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The wolf, yeah and So he's trying to stage it to where he has them at the edge yeah, of the road where they that. were attacked by dogs. And, right. of course, bullet holes are going to show forensics. That's what they're. That's why they're yeah, staging yeah. it, is for forensics. Because okay. their plan is to not get rid of the Pretty body. Pretty sure
2: machete hack marks don't look like wolves, but okay. <laughs> well, well, they're going yeah. to the I get that they're going to Yeah, yeah so then they're going to chew them up. At the very one.
0: end of the movie, they have dogs chewing up the dead yeah, bodies. I remember that. Yes, yes, and yes. so that was their whole idea, was to have the dogs cover up the machete marks. But that was part of the rules. Was just blades, no guns, because then you have to they, dig uh, out the slugs yourself. Yes, yes. Producer yes. So it's all Ryan forensics experts. So. I,
2: I sort of get that. And I, I still don't think it's perfectly executed, but I do get that that's their plan. I thought that producer Ryan would like the uh, microphone feedback thing with mm. the dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it,
1: very interesting. And that's something that I have to deal he, with. He constantly on a tells a me to stop basis. touching metal stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. The static is not your friend.
0: We, interference is bad. Turn off your phone. But I want to keep
2: uh, Garbage Boy away. I just touch <laughs> metal and it's
0: uh, a oh, microphone man. feedback but, gun. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that, that scene where Anton or Pat, Anton Yelchin his arm gets mutilated and you oh, see man, his it's hand, really you see bad. His wrist angle. Yeah, and it's hanging Ooh. by
1: just a thread. What I wanna go into is Tiger. Hella dumb. So yeah. after that happens, they go back into the room, his arm is all types of messed up. They take some cloths or some rags they put it to soak up the blood they're talking about putting pressure on it they don't know how to dress a wound they're oh, doing yeah. a terrible they have job they no idea what they're doing yeah they're punks and then, <laughs> yeah and they should have paid attention in school or whatever probably should have did a
2: tourniquet <laughs> yeah. and just like stopped exactly to, you know,
1: <laughs> but so what happens is they go down into the secret room that's filled with heroin and then uh, Tiger finds a roll of duct tape. And what does he decide to do? He takes the cloth off of the, the wound and then puts the tape directly onto acidine. the cut. Is that what he does? Yeah, he yeah, puts it... Pretty it I could have sworn
0: he put the cloth on there and nope. then duct tape... Oh, nope, no, he nope, takes Directly that. <laughs> onto the
1: cut. And I was thinking, damn... His arm is gone. And even if he does survive, taking off that tape from the skin is going to be terrible. It's just part of his body now. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's going to hurt. (laughs) Oh man, it was such a bad decision. Come on, Tiger, you were one of my favorite characters and now I hate
0: you. That's definitely a a shock moment right there. I want to say the thing that got me before that was when um, Amber is her name, is when Amber cuts open big justin oh yeah, yeah with yeah. the box cutter on his stomach yeah, because and- he's he's knocked out and they're not sure what to do when he wakes up again so she just grabs the box hella cutter, hot. oh hell hot and just opens <laughs> up his stomach and that's the part where i was like Oh my god! This movie's about to get crazy. Yeah. So, okay.
1: So the MVPs of this movie are Imogen Poots, yeah, Amber, sure. uh, the box cutter, because the box cutter kills two the people. Box cutter yeah. is a pretty good. Yeah. It's and good. Uh, the fire extinguisher. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why the I don't know why the fire extinguisher is so OP, but it is. And must and I will say that that box cutter must be hella sharp because Amber didn't put much effort into slicing up the belly of Big Justin because it just goes through it like butter. Yeah. Box, box
0: cutters box are very A box cutter sharp. will mess you up. Yeah. yeah a box Box will mess you up. you up. Yeah, I used to say this
1: back when I was in high school. I, I would never carry a knife. I would carry box cutters with me all the time because what I would say to my friends is, "Hey, a knife will kill someone. Box cutters are just used to
0: mess up people's faces." <laughs> oh man, this so is getting dark. On is getting d- well, I mean, this is, a dar- yeah. this is a dark. This movie. is a little peek yeah. behind. How do, you, how do we who go I from am? Pretty
2: Woman and Weekend at Bernie's to to the darkness? To this,
0: I pick. That's why. <laughs> oh man, but. What I will say about this movie is, you know, they do make it's something I've noticed before just in other kind of reading, other like critic, you know, reviews on this is they mention like kind of the bad decisions they make in this film. You know, as far as like Which is one of those things, anytime you're in the horror genre, it's always about like
2: why are you going back to the house? Why are you going upstairs?
0: You know, the first time I watched this, I didn't even notice the bad decisions. That's usually Mm. something I noticed very beginning in like horror or or thriller. (laughs) But And even the second time, like I noticed the bad decisions, but because of the situation they're placed in and because you know how just like naive and you know, it's, it makes sense for their characters. Mm. Even though it's not the smartest yeah, true, decision, true. it seems like this, it's not. It's definitely a dumb decision, but it seems like the right dumb decision for their individual characters. I agree with that. That they decide that's the decision that they're going to make as a group. And it's only when the group basically gets eliminated that they start making smarter decisions because earlier after Anton Yelchin... As people gets, start getting crossed out, Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I sort yeah. of so, but that's a typical writer yeah, kind of move. I guess kind of, but it's just... It felt different as far as the decisions. It felt like the right dumb decisions for them to make. And even with Pat, when he's describing you know, his paintball story, and when he first tries to tell it, he kind of gets shut down because he's yeah, like, that's yeah. ridiculous, that's stupid, there's no yeah. way that's going to work. But that ends up being the right decision to do all along was to kind of just... How crazy they're how <laughs> prepared and how planned they were into up the aggression. Yeah, so, yeah. I so mean,
2: we don't normally read reviews on the show, but I'm gonna read you two little quick quips, and and I agree with both of them, which I find to be weird when we talk about certain movies. One is a fresh one. It says, "Scrape the scum, and you'll find green room full of visual artistry, dark humor, smart writing, and glints of humanity." Mm. I agree with that. Yeah, I think yeah, there's yeah. a lot there, and especially when we talk about Solnir, the lighting and some of the vibe that he's able to achieve and the claustrophobia and stuff. The other one says Solnir's biggest flaw. Is in the storytelling. You can understand a thriller like this not wanting to get bogged down in the details, but that doesn't mean you can just ignore them. Mm. I think both those things are true. It's not as bad as Brightburn because I think yeah. they did it. They were worse offenders. Solnir, I think, has more of a vision, more uh-huh. of a way he wants to tell his story that comes across more clearly. Plus, he has a little better casting here, I think. Um, but the story has issues and it is it, it, it they have to make a logical de- decisions to make the story move along. Yeah. That's hard to but ignore.
0: I think it's just because the fact that it's so illogical how they're thinking, the group, you know, as yeah, far as yeah. the band goes, I guess they're the basically achieving yeah, They're a cornered but... animal. Yeah. And so yeah, they're it's... not really thinking clearly. And they even mentioned it earlier is when's the last time they ate? Because even towards the, the movie, they start getting hungry yeah, and they yeah. stop even caring anymore and they start getting more relaxed. And so I I understand. It's that fight or flight response within course, them. Yeah. Yeah. And in the beginning of the movie,
1: they show this interaction with them they have really good chemistry they're friends it was funny because Reese says to Pat hey I'm gonna tell you something that I never told anyone and then he farts oh yeah that was pretty good <laughs> you know it kind of builds that they're I friends and they're close joke. yeah yeah they're <laughs> friends and they're close but then in that instance when the shit hits the fan and everything is going crazy Reese becomes a douchebag and he's saying man I'm getting out of here yeah and he, starts to lose it yeah he panics basically. he loses it he finds an open window he jumps out the open window and immediately gets stabbed and shanked. He gets, yeah, uh, yeah,
2: he gets beat up pretty good with a knife. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it just shows how real their reactions. They don't know how to deal with the situation, so they're just doing what they yeah. can to survive.
0: And it's really because. They jump out of the room, and then I believe it's Reese and Tiger. They end up dying. And yes, then they yes. jump back, and then you have uh, Sam, and then of course you have Amber and then Pat back in there. Yeah. And when they decide to try to escape again, then that's when they lose Sam, who ends up getting attacked by the dog. And of course, like all those deaths are pretty brutal. Yeah, With yeah. Reese getting stabbed. Pretty gory and pretty brutal. The I, dog gets two yeah. of them. And of course, you know, they say the famous, let's split up, which of course is a bad idea, but same thing. I justify it because it feels right with these characters. And you all know I'm the emotion guy. It feels like the right decision for them to make, at least in their perspective... Yeah, and I they do keep think the on emotion, running back yeah. to the room and everything. That's the, and, that's
2: what you lay the groundwork of their relationship and their friends and their chemistry together. Yeah, so you can kill them one by one, and there's an emotional attachment mm. there. That that is better than what we got out of *Brightburn*. Yeah. where the connection with the parents isn't so much there. Right, that's Have what Sonya. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's better in this film. Uh, certainly than the last couple ones I saw in this kind of genre. Yeah, so don't get me wrong, they're I dumb still think decisions. The gore, like I yeah. said, yeah. some of the gore, it's a little over the top, a little unnecessary, and it feels a little out of place when you're talking about like excellent visuals, ex- excellent lighting. Do we have to see like you know the the, the wrist hanging off the arm? Do I mean, we have to go solid prosthetic,
0: down and especially a... with, yeah. with, with Anton Yelchin's cries too during this, they're very yeah. they're yeah. very he, he really cries like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I get it. And
1: I, I I will say that even though I don't really like the paintball story, I thought that was like the worst part of it. Um, they could have did it better, but it does parallel what he was talking about. He's talking yeah. about him and his friends for a bachelor party going against a bunch of Marine yeah, Iraq of veterans. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah, and so, it's these unorganized, unskilled people going against these professionals that yeah. are all together and know what they're doing. And then, in the same instance, they don't know what they're doing, but then you have a group that has this whole hierarchy and has this whole structure. Yeah, I wouldn't call the neo
2: Nazis professionals.
1: Well, they're right. very organized. Yeah, they're very organized. Yeah. In the movie, yes. they There's a parallel to Like, it. Of course,
0: you have the lower level ones, but they are very organized in this as yes, far as yes. getting the gun, being able to stage the forensics, being able to have plans to where to put the bodies, you know, just everything. Like, like that so
1: yeah, I, I can i just say the last three things that i want to do and then i'm done with this okay movie. all right yeah go <laughs> ahead go ahead
0: um the dogs dogs were hella
1: cute and I'm glad to see even though they like, you know, they shot at one of the dogs, it's they put at the very end the Humane Society, no dogs were <laughs> harmed in this movie or whatever. <laughs> and then at the very end, the dog, very cute, comes back to his owner. It's a sad dog because their owner's dead and all that. So that was kind of nice. Uh the thing that I didn't like was uh, that that assistant, whoever his name was, Gabe. I, I feel, Gabe? Yeah. Yeah, Gabe. Gabe was terrible. In the beginning, he, he was seen really cool because he, he was cool. trying to hold it together. Yeah, he was holding yeah. it together, and then as soon as Darcy comes in, he's kind of not knowing what he's gonna do. And then he flips the script right when he's just caught there trying to power yeah, wash the like walls. Yeah, well, Macon, Macon Blair is the yeah, actor yeah.
2: there. It was a weird It was a yeah, weird, it's a, it's a weird flip. Because
1: yeah. he was a believer and then he was so proud that he got these red laces. Yeah. You know, he finally passed that threshold. And
0: and then he's just willing to give it all
1: up. And, yeah. And he
0: yeah, worked think,
2: so hard for it. Again, it seemed like it uh-huh. served the story, but it was nonsensical. Yeah.
0: I think it felt natural to his character just because it seemed like he was really trying to get these people out of the situation as far as them why witnessing he would, this death. Though. It doesn't really well, make a ton of sense. I think because he's not he's not a lower level grunt as far as like in this organization, he's clean up and all this stuff, but he doesn't really seem like a full on killer. Might, that might just be the way he looks mm-hmm. and everything, or at least how he portrays himself like in that is that he at least seems concerned. Maybe he just wanted yeah. to work for to the club to try to, get, not, them not out, to, try to in, get them out of there, that the, situation. Uh, but the thing is, is that he, the
1: reason he's doing the things that he's doing is so that he can get those red laces. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's a badge of honor. It's a sign of merit that you're working for the organization, you're willing to die for the organization, and when he gets it, it's a big thing. Well, I think it's a big thing because right. that's what he was striving for. Then all of a sudden, he just flips the script and says, I don't want to go to jail. It's, it yeah. just seemed out, very out of character. Yeah. I guess
0: I could see that. Now, Patrick Stewart's performance—like it, love it. Mm. Hate so I it. wanted to
2: ask, like it, a lot of people, I remember when this movie came out, there was some buzz that Patrick Stewart was going to get some nominations and stuff out of this. Uh-huh.
0: Do we think it was that good? Mm. I feel like it was good. So as little far as it goes, but I don't know I about thought... nomination, like yeah. worthy. Yeah. There I... is one specific scene in this movie where Darcy kind of loses his cool. And he gets angry. He raises his voice and he pushes his hand on Gabe's face to push him into the wall. Yeah. And then he immediately realizes what he's done as far as turning violent and, you know, raising his tone, losing his cool. And then he immediately apologizes. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that was kind of an interesting concept as it far is, as they're very organized. Choice, yeah. And you see just how he doesn't want to lose his cool. He, he doesn't goes want full to do any range, of that. Yeah. Which you got to love. And, he probably loved eating this stuff up. <laughs> and it seems, it seems, yeah, exactly. He got to kind of do something yeah, completely do different yeah, did. Did. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sure he loved it. You and
2: know? He, he looks like he's having fun in a weird way. Yeah, he, he does. Like
0: Exactly, yeah.
2: It. So <laughs> that's why I think there's like just hints of tongue in cheek there, where he's he's almost like winking to the audience, mm-hmm. like I can do this. Yeah,
1: so. I really did like his character. I, I agree with you, Tyler, that it's just very interesting. This calm, cool, collected, trying to assess the situation, being level-headed about it. I thought it was a good portrayal, and I think he did a, a, a given a good the job. choice, yeah, Harvey
2: Keitel's wolf or Patrick
1: Stewart's wolf. Mm, Harvey Keitel. <laughs> yeah, I don't Harvey, think it's that yeah. close. He doesn't <laughs> die at the end. Yeah, yeah. Plus I, he I got a tuxedo. You, yeah. you always trust a guy in a time. It's because Harvey Keitel is so confident as yeah. the wolf. He yeah. knows he's going to get these people out. Well, Patrick Stewart, it's kind of like, I know what I'm doing, but I'm not sure if this is going to happen for sure because there's a lot of comments that he makes that this should have been done by
0: now. We I kind of think been... it's like I yeah. recruited
1: a bunch of idiots who work for me or
0: something yeah, like yeah. that. You know
2: what I mean? There's a little bit of that.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see that because they're running out of time. He's trying mm-hmm. to get everything prepared because the whole plan is to, you know, get the dogs to chew up the body. They have three bodies that's enough and so they're deciding the fourth one goes missing however it is but i like the fact that you know they go in and out of the room and when it's just the both of them and you know as far as uh, pat and amber that they're able to kind of come up with a better plan they're kind of going with the same sort of strategy as far as like the paintball strategy i guess you could say kind of out crazy them they're organized we're not play off of that but do it a little bit smart and i like the choices that get made in towards the end mm. and just because as far as Counting the shots he's shooting out, yes, you know, yes. throwing the fire or shooting the fire extinguisher out, throwing a body, you know, cutting yeah, the guy's back yeah, yeah. with a box cutter. That's why
1: purposely Amber, throwing so the gun hot. down,
0: purposely <laughs> throwing the body down where the gun comes out where it's empty, and then she's holding the bullets just for her to go down, grab the gun, and then shoot him. And so, yeah. That oh man she's so hot
1: dog <laughs> oh, she can kill me anytime <laughs> what is that uh, anywhere hashtag anybody's. team nebula team nebula uh the girl from John Wick two and this girl oh man Ruby come Ruby on. Rose <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
1: so it's just getting I, weirder man yeah gosh and you know <laughs> what's I, the, what's the Twitter <laughs> handle uh, <laughs> for I use the hashtag thoughts for my therapist
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I like how that final scene how they're able to kind of turn the tides on far on these other kind of neo-Nazis. And they're really able to bring it back into their favor from that paint, the paintball strategy. And when they kind of go off of that, they have Gabe, of course, and he walks off. He says he's going to go call the cops and whatever you think of the Gabe story. I can understand why that's a little bit conflicting. Mm. And I like how they decide that they're going to walk over to where their van is and see exactly what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And of course, at the time, Anton Yelchin is just trying to, you know, he's Trump is trying to. He thinks he's going to ruin the crime scene, but Amber knows full well that we're here to kill these people. Mm. And they get the jump on the three Nazis left.
1: Yeah, And, yeah. and no bullets are wasted. That's why it's kind of takes yeah. over. No,
0: it, it's yeah, she does. She with does
1: with very few words, just kind of like, uh-huh. okay, I got this. But I can't believe it. Like, no bullets were wasted in that last scene. Yeah, none. Every bullet hits. It's like. These guys were dead shot. What What the heck? Yeah. Out of nowhere. I, shotgun, three shots from the pistol. All of them hit their mark. Yeah. No wasted bullets.
0: I felt it was fine just because of what they've kind of been through and it's a really good kind of line at the end when they have all three of these nazis left up and of course pat anton Yeltsin sees that what they were trying to do they're trying to make it like they were trying to siphon the gas the dogs came out and they killed all of them Mm, the dogs murdered them and of course you know he sees darcy and he's never seen him before he's only heard his voice that's it and then of course when he hears his voice he kind of says this line as far as it's crazy. You very were so writing. scary at yes, night. Yes, You were so writing. scary at night, but now, you know, it's daytime. They're seeing the daylight. They have the guns pointed at them. They're able to turn that tides with a painful strategy. and it's And I can see the turn as far as Patrick Stewart's character goes where everything's just been kind of taken out of his hands. And of course, one guy says something, Amber shoots him, Antonio shoots the other guy, and then Patrick Stewart doesn't know what to do. He just turns around just to try to walk away, pull out his gun, and he ends up getting shot in the head. Yeah, yeah. And so, (laughs) you know... it's That was good. You know, I, I think it's a good final scene as far as the journey that they've been through. You know, I know they make dumb decisions, I know there's flaws in it, but same thing, it felt like the right dumb decisions for these characters... And it felt like the strategy that they were able to do from that paintball strategy was the one that worked all along. It's just they had to play at it a little bit smart. And even at the final, you know, very, very final scene when you have the dog that walks up to his owner, yeah, owner after yeah. being injected with so the cute. poison, so yeah, plays <laughs> with his human. And then you just have I know what my favorite Desert Island song. And then yeah. Amber says, Tell it to someone who gives a shit. Yeah, and, and then- <laughs> what a good running joke. What a good running joke. <laughs> and that's just the joke that's been through all of it all along. They're all yeah, saying the yeah. Desert Island before they you know, before a good majority of them die, you know, they say prince Madonna, Madonna. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the whole concept is if you were on a desert island, you only had, I guess, one artist to listen to. Yeah, what yeah. would it be? And so <laughs> <What's>, uh, <laughs> let's
2: go around the table. Who's your artist?
1: Oh man, <laughs> who gives uh, a shit? No, tell us uh, someone yeah, who gives a shit. Kind of,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a good oh, question.
1: <laughs> uh, next episode, one of the uh, the listeners, you can email that. Hey, us. we're
0: talking click. <laughs> we have to pick a movie. So <laughs> uh, mine would be Clerks. So if I had to really, pick a movie really? on a desert island, I would probably pick Clerks. So, mm. man,
2: I don't know. I gotta think about it. Yeah, yeah, that's a hard too. one. Yeah,
0: that's a hard one. But, anyways, why, do you guys, we why Yeah, why did, we did you guys it? have any yeah. final yeah. thoughts? I, um, I mean, I,
2: like I said, I want to give props to the performances. Imogen Poots and Anton Yelchin also. Yes, yes. Really, really good performances. Good chemistry, kind of carried the movie for me. Um, but like I said, I, you know, I think there were problems with the storytelling mm. that I just couldn't overcome.
1: Um, I really enjoyed it I liked it a lot more than I thought I would I was expecting it to be a horror movie And instead I got this Claustrophobic thriller that Ended up having a very good script Uh, There were some moments that I Didn't really like or didn't care for But for the most part I thought it was Very smart and
0: nicely shot And nicely written I think you guys all know that I really like this movie Um, Second time ever seeing it I would rewatch it, but it would probably take a couple more years to like rewatch it again. uh, It's in Tyler's wheelhouse. Yeah, it really, it really is. And so, I think after after I first watched it, I was gonna give it a seven and a half um, as far as views goes. But after kind of debating it to you guys, and of course, I was the defender of this. (laughs) What about uh, so compared
2: Uh, a little bit to *Brightburn*, which we just saw? It's kind of in the same family, at least uh, periphery. uh, A
0: little different. Straight story
2: with the gore, the horror aspect, and the and the gore. You know, kind of definitely
0: *Brightburn*. There was definitely a lack of suspense. Yes, that could yeah, have yeah. Been there. I agree. This, I this agree. is much more of a thriller. Yeah. No because, because this is my second time and watching executed it. It's better. Yeah. And I, w- I would say this because this is my second time. Originally, I was going to say, okay, this is going to probably be like a seven and a half. But because it's my second time watching after like a couple year break and. Honestly, like, yeah, the first half's a little bit slow, and I understand, you know, the flaws in it. See, I kind of like the first
2: half better. It's kind of weird. <laughs> you know,
0: it's, it's not a bad first half. It's kind of that slow burn, and I think maybe because when I was watching, I'm just like, oh man, all these characters die, and so. But I think it's just because watching it that second time, I still feel the suspense. I still feel the action. I still feel the emotion when they first leave that room, and even the second time, even the final scene when they finally are able to kind of take you know the tides back in their favor. I still feel that emotion, so I'd probably give it a good eight and a half box cutters. Mm, so wow, yeah, I, high, yeah, I give it good yeah. What did you give Brightburn? I forget. Gosh, I think it's six and a half six broken and a half, jaws. Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm severely broken jaws. I'm gonna say I'm gonna have to give it uh, eight machete cuts. Oh, eight, eight machete, machete cuts yeah. to the yeah. arm. Yeah, yeah eight, eight machete cuts to the <laughs> arm. Yeah, yes, okay. yes. That makes sense. Uh, it, I I enjoyed it a lot more than I did Brightburn. And I just like how well put together it was. There were things that I didn't like. Most specifically was Gabe and that whole instance. And then as it kind of fell apart in terms of the writing towards the end. But I do recognize and understand that they're just trying to figure things out. They don't know how to react. It's that fight or flight response. And I get it. But that part kind of drew the grounding that mm-hmm. was established in the beginning out the window. So I give it eight. What I and say. I think you
2: convinced me a little bit. I think I was going to go a little lower. I gave Brightburn a five and I kept it off the disappointments list. I probably was going to go around a five for this, but there are a lot of smart things. Again, I'll say it one more time. The lighting and the way they construct and the, turn the lights down and keep them claustrophobic mm. and the way they shot the camera angles. It's very, very smart. I kind of hope Sol Nier, even though he hasn't made a movie that's made a ton of money yet, gets the keys, like I said, to something else, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be a Halloween movie or a saw movie or something right. like that, but just more money to play with, so he can do more things, and we can see what else he can do, give him a little more free range, but you know i don't know if it's necessarily the the writing per se or the storyboarding itself or just how. You can only stay so long in that room. You can only yeah. stay so long in that club. So, you know, I'm going to go with a 5.5 because there's a lot of good stuff mm, in it. Uh-huh. I definitely like the Stewart performance. You know I like the Yelchin and Poots performances. But overall, it's not super memorable, not super rewatchable. Yeah. Mm. And as always with these movies, like I like the vibe that it goes for. But once you start throwing the gore into it, it kind of takes me out of it just a little bit. I got to recover mm-hmm. a little bit, and then somebody else is getting their arm chopped off mm. or, you know, getting mm-hmm. uh, hacked up after they jump out a window or whatever. Like it's It feels a little too much for me. Now, yeah. So,
1: now, Nick, you're not really a big fan. Of, like, the gore or horror movies, it's got to be done well. Mm. There are some that I really like. Obviously, can you Science give an example? Lam- it's
2: like
0: Silence of the Lambs, okay, I really all right, like all right.
2: a couple of the Halloween. Is gory?
0: Silence of the Lambs, it's as... pretty gory. Mm. It's pretty gory. I know there's some and, and... gore scenes in there which are a little crazy. but that's crazy, the right but... amount to me. That's the right
2: amount. Like, you yeah. build the suspense and you pay it off just enough, right? You don't like you don't construct a movie around the gore scenes, right? For Brightburn, it was way more out of place. For this one, it kind of felt yeah. more true. It's just that, like Okay, machetes. That's yeah, kind of goofy. It didn't feel, you know I don't mean? know. There was some of it that just felt like we gotta get it in here or right. something like that. So, you know, I think it's in, in the neighborhood of what Solnir does. His other uh-huh. films are kinda like this, Murder Party, obviously. So I think that, that it's it's in his it's in his brain. Right. Um, it's you in know the we'll wheelhouse. talk about it when we get to upgrade. There's some of that too. It's just like they can't help themselves. They always take it right. just a tiny, tiny bit too far for me. I feel like it, it takes me out
0: of the moment a little bit. I feel like the gore kind of helps enhance that story and it, it in sucks some case. It sucks me in and it gives me that shock and it, it just it makes me continually. You know watch it I don't In, want to in
2: this it, one, so. there's realness that is what Brightburn lacks. Yeah. There, there really isn't a realness to the jaw breaking scene. Really, even though it's somewhat well done and yeah. it looks interesting, this one has a little bit more reality. It's more grounded. But at the same time, it still felt a, a tiny bit unnecessary. Yeah. The mm. dogs, a little. I mean, it's a little unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, five and a half. I'm going to give it. Okay. I'm going to give Congrats. it its due, and I hope he gets. We get to see more work from. Him. Yeah, right, definitely right. right
0: there because uh, he hasn't done anything since the. True I know, and like episode, I said, and, I think it's the
2: money. I think and, he's relegated to TV right now. Yeah, and actually, I mean, he could do great stuff with a TV. Show. I could
0: see that too. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean. We'll see what else he can do. I definitely want to watch his other movie, Blue Ruin, just to see exactly what it, it is. I don't remember and a ton
2: about it, but I did see it. I thought it was interesting Never never seen it. I know it's kind of it's not, a revenge. That, it's not that far before. It was around 2014. 13, yeah, I think that sounds about somewhere right. Yeah. Yep, somewhere so,
0: there. I know it circles around revenge, but I'm definitely gonna check it yeah. out. I mean it's only like four bucks on yeah. YouTube. So yeah, good, I'm good probably not gonna to check it out. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless <laughs> we're gonna be doing it for this <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah, like I'm not gonna probably not. So but yeah, I would absolutely love to see This movie rewatchable
2: for you guys? Um
0: I probably will rewatch it. Maybe I'd in say, a couple of years. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah. say every couple of years. Yeah, if, I if could see
2: myself like watching a half hour of it. If, if that you start your own podcast
0: and you want to watch it, then I would say do it that <laughs> way. Or if you have a friend who's never seen it, I mean, it's on Netflix right now. Yeah, yeah. So that's right. I mean, it's on that's a good kind of date night, right there. Netflix and chill, I guess. And so, like, you know, <laughs> as far as what uh, movie to put on, only maybe.
1: only if you're me and you're really into Imogen Yeah, boots. there goes the chill. You know, <laughs> there goes the chill part. You just watch the movie. but I would suggest if Gamora was in that
2: she would have no trouble oh
1: getting man out. all blue yeah right <laughs> <It's no time laughs> yeah. Ruby Rose Gamora and Imogen
0: Poots there oh man that's all I need I don't know if I'm on the Ruby
1: Rose bandwagon <laughs> oh, I'm not man. sure ah.
0: all right guys so we're gonna move on to our next segment uh, we've got mail so I've got a listener question uh, right here so remember guys if you want to reach a, reach out to us uh, feel free to email us talkingflick at gmail.com for talking Talkingflick at gmail.com. So anything feels original good fan theories hey man message us we'll get to it so Uh, right here I have now that it seems official that this is the last version for Fox X-Men of course dark phoenix of course i'm assuming <laughs> who is it if,
2: official it's official
0: this is I pretty much the end uh, of the run i think i read that yeah i think this is pretty much it so i'm not 100 sure but i think it is pretty much it no I one wants to i know, I know really at the premiere they were to, all like kind of yeah. hugging and kind of
2: emotional about yeah, it yeah so, so i mean them. well they had a nice run
0: yeah we'll see what happens to new mutants <laughs> yeah that's a whole another podcast <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but um now that it seems official that this is the last version of fox x-men who if anyone should be professor x gene gray storm Also, what is your favorite all-time action-adventure film? Great job, gentlemen, Preston. Oh, it's a layered oh, question. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Those,
1: those two things don't go with
0: each other. Yeah. yeah. they kind of like non-sequiturs. <laughs> come on, we'll Preston. Come on, Preston. <laughs> <him>. We don't <laughs> care. We'll answer. We'll answer the X-Men part. Maybe. We'll see. Um, Gosh, Professor I say X. I <laughs> I don't care about those characters enough.
2: Yeah, well. <laughs> Does wait, Patrick wait, Stewart who the, have a it was, brother? <laughs> it was, who are the three? It
0: was Professor <laughs> okay, X. Okay, uh, Professor X. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Storm and Jean Grey. Storm and Jean Grey. Grey. Storm Storm and Jean Grey. Grey. I okay. don't care about those characters. I you had to recast someone else. Or how about this? How about this? New X Men character, who would you like to see be it? Jubilee! (laughs) Jubilee! Who would you get as Jubilee, though? I mean,
2: Um, Ruby Rose.
0: <laughs> Wait, uh, Ruby Rose from, from Batgirl uh, and, and John Wick Two. John Wick, <laughs> Wick Two. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the main, Orange is the New Black. No, not the main
1: baddie. It's it's too, the probably too bad. I mean, you have to you keep keep get somebody younger. What
0: is what is Jubilee's ethnicity? I, yeah, yeah. I know she's Asian. I know she's Asian. but What type of Asian? Uh, I think she's Japanese. Japanese or, or yeah, I think she's Japanese. I mean, I, I imagine you want to keep her Japanese, or at least yeah, that's you know, in the true, Asian yeah. family, right? I mean, I imagine that's what you would want to do because it's Jubilee and. I mean, I don't know who else we would replace her with. You can't give it to John Chow. I mean, I mean he's, I've doing a... see,
1: he's doing all the Although, Asian movies. I feel like
0: he would do a very good job. And...
1: <laughs> for
2: me, there's room for Gambit in my life. I just don't want Channing Tatum yeah, being yeah. I would like to see Gambit <laughs> want, too. Gambit is I don't is really want dope. him to
0: do it. Gosh. I mean, I don't even know what to say with Channing Tatum being Gambit. I, I mean, it's not going it. to happen. Yeah, it's, I just don't want it. It's been in. It's been. I think it's done because
2: with the sale now, it's. It was yeah. It was like officially
0: done. so I
2: definitely don't feel like. I I mean, eventually, uh okay, Professor X can come back fine, but we got to take a breather. So
0: this is what I I felt that Kelsey Grammar as Beast was spot on. I did like. Yeah, that was that was the best thing out of X Men -Men Three. Was was you know tip of the hat. He was fine also. And gosh, I mean, what else can you do with it? I mean, as far as like recast or bring someone else in. I mean, real quick, going back to Jubilee. I would put Brenda Song. Brenda Song is Jubilee. Oh, I mean, Brenda.
1: Oh, is okay,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: How old is she now? I don't care.
3: <laughs> she, she's She can't hot. be that old. Yeah. Yeah,
0: she can't be that old. That's like, I don't care how old she is.
3: <laughs> was, is that
2: the lady who played her in the other one? no in no Super no she with in and Cody.
0: Oh, yeah, of yeah. yeah. a she, she was, was right, Zack okay. and Cody. She that's would. my generation right there. She, <laughs> she, him in
2: the she other was in one your was...
1: favorite movie, the uh, bit she a
0: little bit of a The Social of yeah, oh,
2: right. yeah. Yeah. yeah you bit of a little bit of a Yeah.
0: yeah of a little I of a that. bit of a little bit of a little of
2: like that bit of a little bit of a little bit of it little bit of a little
1: bit of a little the one that played Lex Luthor. Yeah, uh, he's the one who played Lex Luthor. Okay, bring it Bring No, Professor X. We talked
2: about it on the show already, but you know who I've room for in my life and my movie life? Rogue. Rogue. Could oh fit yeah, in. yeah. That's I agree. Yeah. Bridge to the X Men, but you use that story. That's how you get Bree Larsen.
1: Yeah, exactly. The Rogue card. But the one that plays though. The like Rogue you that already has Captain Marvel's powers. I don't want to see crappy. Doesn't know what to do. Rogue.
2: You're probably gonna have to show that. You're gonna have to show that to connect to the. yeah.
0: But
1: very quickly.
0: Yeah, I we felt- can make it
2: quick. I felt you could this kill Brie Larson quickly,
0: I guess. <laughs> I felt this would have been a good selection for a kind of not as old as Magneto is right now. I can't remember the actor who plays him. Um, the new he... Magneto? No, the uh, the old. Oh, Magneto. not Michael uh, Fassbender, but uh, Ian uh, McKellen. Yeah, Ian, Ian McKellen. McKellen. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know how old he is. Yeah. Oh, he's he's up there. I thought he's an amazing actor. I thought Mel Gibson would have made a good Magneto no, because no. okay. Listen to me. Listen to me. Turn off his mic. No, no, no. Listen to me. Listen to me. Okay. Okay. All right. So, Magneto is very... Uh, he's, he, he, he's hes a specious. He's, he's anti-Semitic? A, a, yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> say yeah. He's definitely not that. He, 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 I he's I say he's like Jewish. That. Yeah. He's Jewish. I know, he's, come on. I know he's Jewish. But You're all... going to have Mel Gibson play a Jewish guy. Just, <laughs> yes. of, just breathe for a second. <laughs> yeah, okay, this. Oh, man. okay. <laughs> Think of it, though. Think of the parallel. Don't edit right. this out, producer you Ryan. A, you get a buff Magneto, right? And Mel Gibson has those acting chops. Uh, but also this, too. He's not buff. You know, also this, too. I mean, Magneto... He's he hates humans. He really does. Yeah, he yeah. only likes me. He only, line only with likes Mel his Gibson, own. Sure. He only likes his own race. He hates he he hates humans. He hates everyone outside of the outside of the mutant race. Only so, if he uses anti-Semitic in a way, and so <laughs> only if he uses
1: his accent from Braveheart will I allow that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, he's
0: he's Australian. Australian isn't he? Scottish yeah, he's Australian he's Australian Australian, yeah. or something like that. So <laughs> that's. That's who I would have thought. I think Australia disowned Magneto. him, but and yeah, I think we might as well credit.
1: Oh god, we might as well put Nicholas Cage and uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: and uh, Tom Cruise. That's as Storm. one of your weirder <laughs> casting. Uh... <laughs> I, I think he could do it. I think he could do it for sure. So I mean, he is an actor. He's who? He's... Who is the the woman that plays
2: Rogue Magneto's daughter?
0: Yes. yes. Oh no 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 no. no! 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 They get okay. together and stuff. Uh, oh, do they? Okay. Lines. But then again, Scarlet so Wanda and uh.
1: Right, Wanda and, and Quicksilver. Quicksilver and get together too ones? sometimes. Okay. Yeah. So um, I-, I would suggest who's the woman that played the main character in Us. Uh, oh uh the mom right Nipido, yeah the mom, the mom. Yeah. yes yeah. i would have her cast as storm i think that's not a bad idea yeah storm she's too good for that <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> so, well hey I'm, thought, I'm, I'm trying to answer actress, preston's question you yeah, okay. oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. i don't we care. want them to email us <laughs> yeah. see i don't care about storm but i do like storm's uh background that she's a princess she's claustrophobic yada 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 she's pretty dynamic and she has layers as a character. I just don't think that they really put it out there and portray uh-huh. her well in the movies. But if you get a good actor to bring it out, then I think that would be she good. She was Halle Berry, in the last one. Halle Berry did a good job, and I don't know who played her she in the She was okay, one. yeah.
2: I don't know that actress's name, but she was okay. She didn't get enough
1: to do yeah, in the Apocalypse yeah. movie, which was pretty crappy. Uh, she did have bad. some moments yeah. that I
2: thought, oh, this is interesting. I if like they it bring cool. it
1: out, if they play her out a little more, I think see what she does in good. this one.
2: There's so, an actress named Catelyn Dever. She's in the Booksmart movie that Olivia Wilde directed. Uh-huh. It's getting a lot of buzz. I haven't seen it yet.
1: I
0: like her as maybe like a Jean Grey or okay. even a Rogue. She could yeah. play either one of those. You I gotta give her like, a little edge to her. Mm-hmm. I feel like with this X Men, if you're gonna go at it again, you might as well get a group of like unknowns to play these characters uh, because you get Sophie I don't know about Turner. Un- you gotta have
2: some. Clout, I mean, but Sophie Turner have... was unknown when she pretty no, much... no she was
0: Game of Thrones think so? high it was that, that at much? that time. Yeah, the so, kid I mean, from Ready yeah.
2: Player One was. Basically unknown when he took on the Cyclops role. Yeah, and then he did Ready Player One. Yeah,
0: but still, like even then, that's Ready Player One. That's not so, really making his career. I, I, is well, is let's it? answer like, Preston's
2: question. Like if you if you're forced to do it and you have to, who's stupid Professor X if uh, you're going to
0: do it? Because that's a tough gosh. one. At this yeah, point, I really don't, I don't know. know who you get. Yeah, who that. do you get? I mean, it's what, really no obvious. What choice. age do we do? Do we young, middle age, older? that yeah. to be somewhat young. I mean, would you let's say go, 30s, Let's go Toby 40s? <laughs> We're all in.
2: <laughs> we're all in. Make him shave his head. So would you say 40s, 50s? I'd say like late 30s. Okay. You got to have him somewhat young because presumably these uh-huh. will take on the reins and we're going to move forward in the Disney universe.
0: So is, this, universe is that before
1: guys? or after he's inside the wheelchair? Good question. I don't know. Probably after. That's yeah. after, because you got yeah. to see how uh, he looks in the wheelchair. I, you know? I really don't know. I really don't know. I, it's a I tough don't, call. I, I, to be honest, I don't really care too cold much cold. about cold. Professor X. Yeah. Jesse
2: Eisenberg's not <laughs> terrible. I kind of like it.
0: Oh man, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> for Gene Gray, <laughs> for
2: Gene Gray, hey, would... I'll take Eisenberg over
1: Gibson any day. <laughs> for Jean... He looked okay as bald Lex Luther for a second there. <laughs> for Gene Gray, I would put a sack of potatoes. a sack of potatoes would be good to portray this bland, <laughs> we, we already think flavorless uh, character. Who's
2: the guy? From a high school musical is going to play Wolverine or whatever. What's his name? Oh. Our buddy there
1: from, uh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> oh. uh, from high school. The good looking guy who played Ted Bundy Yeah, Zach Efron Oh, oh Zach oh, uh, There was
2: all the buzz that he was going to be the Wolverine. Really? I
1: haven't even yeah. heard about that. I oh, know. I saw, uh, I posted a while ago. No, no, ago. no, no. You got it wrong. It's Daniel... Danny DeVito. Uh, <laughs> Danny DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito <laughs> I was close. next Wolverine. I was close. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I saw
0: some concept art. I, I know I talked about before of Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine. Yeah, I saw that. It doesn't look
1: bad. It actually looked pretty solid. Did you see the concept art? Of Danny DeVito playing Wolverine, I have not. But do I checked it, it out. How about, <laughs> is it good? Uh, how about yeah. Radcliffe
2: as Professor X?
1: Radcliffe as not Professor terrible. X? Mm, no. Harry Potter no. as Professor X?
2: You know, there's that guy. You know who Dean Dehan is? He played uh, in the Am- Amazing Spider-Man movies. He was uh, what's his face? The James Franco part from the other movies? Oh yeah, he's got an interesting look. He could maybe do it.
0: Maybe. I don't. I don't hate him. I don't know. It's
2: an interesting choice. I don't know. You know when I'm we're done dem-
0: recording, Quar- I'm just gonna look at bald celebrities for <laughs> yeah. the next twenty minutes and see what I can get. It's too, so, sorry, what I would sorry say Preston. to Preston is yeah. it's too early. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. This is hard. hard. <laughs> this is hard. But Mel Gibson as uh, that Magneto one is a hard five. We'll we'll, so. just,
1: we'll just put our placeholder <laughs> Nicolas Cage and Tom Cruise they can fight it out put them in a cage whatever and then whoever survives yeah. that will
0: play Professor X that's how you do it that's how all casting goes now And so <laughs> <laughs> alright guys we're going to move on to our next segment recommendations anything you're reading watching listening to that you want to recommend or don't want to recommend really quick this is what I want to say like I, I
1: don't really have anything to recommend but big ups to Netflix I don't know if it's just my demographics or I'm falling into the analytics or something. Netflix is really representing the Asian culture, and I've no know, I'm known for getting on this soapbox in previous episodes. Get on the box, preach it, with all the other. Uh, what's this movie? Maybe or, uh, yeah. You movie? will always be my maybe. You will always be my maybe. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, No, I, I like Good it. Good trailer. I've watched watching. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that Keanu Reeves is in it? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. It looks great. <laughs> <For> like two <laughs> seconds or it, it looks amazing. funny. And I'm not saying that they need to make only Asian actors and stuff. Yeah. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is that the Asian culture or Asian actors are not represented in today's media. And I do like that Netflix with a lot of their exclusive films and TV series. Their
2: buckets and buckets of money.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're casting these Asian mm-hmm. actors and I, I like it. It's showing more diversity. It's very progressive of Netflix and I have to tip a hat to them because they're doing great and things. And I don't
2: think it's just that. I actually think they're capturing the culture to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah, showing yeah. Showing these families and their dynamics together. And it's good. It's happened on TV too. You don't want to take some of the credit away from some of the good stuff that's been on TV. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's that movie? Far from the boat or whatever. That TV uh, show. Or uh, yeah, whatever. fresh off the boat. Fresh off the boat. Off yeah, boat. Yeah, yeah. And that's, we got to give those guys that's the their dad. Problems. That's
1: the dad that's playing. Yeah, and I don't know, but yeah. uh-huh. it's,
2: he, he does a lot of stuff there too, so it's interesting.
1: Yeah, but when I look at what's that Hulu or VRV or NBC, HBO or whatever, like the other big one was Killing Eve, and that has. Uh, the... So I
2: don't love the show, but I got it's full of style and it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah,
1: but like that's the only other big name TV show uh-huh. that has
0: uh, Asian. Lead in it that I can remember.
2: I think Hawaii Five O had a, had a. And couple this of, is
0: uh, this is fairly recent that they put out these shows, right? Or it's been kind of well, happening for yeah a couple for the past of months, couple of years. Right? Like, yeah, like, the past couple because I know yeah, uh, the past, yeah, past couple of months. Because I'm not a big anime fan, but I know there were a lot of like anime properties that Netflix adapted. Yes, and That yes. was like the running joke it was a Netflix adaptation, and you change the skin color of the main character yeah, to well, whatever. Scarlett yeah,
2: Johansson in yeah Regina, Scarlett and Johansson and Ghost to the Yeah, Scarlett Johansson, or you know, you make let's the just skin stop doing. But but not just
1: not just animes. It's just original IPs. They're doing these shows. They're doing these. Dramas, They're releasing these Asian uh, Uh ethnic-focused things to kind of give the general audience more of a view of what Asian culture is like because you kind of get that with Hispanic culture. You get that Uh with with African-American culture and stuff. Not very – heavily but it's portrayed in media today and not so much of the asian culture all they know about asians is that they like to race cars tokyo drift or they need to do good grades like Uh, in uh they know kung fu and stuff like that exactly yeah but having actual dramas and and something that's outside of the action genre is really progressive okay you know what you find not not even even that it's
2: just progressive obviously you give it credit for that but people enjoy it and these things are successful huh. yeah, yeah, so when you put yourself out there and you put the culture out there and like what you find is this is entertaining
1: and I have a good time watching and, it and I'm mm-hmm. not trying to appropriate anything I'm not saying that Asian culture needs to be plastered <laughs> on the walls or anything like that I just like that they're actually doing its service right the Asian culture it's is not just John Chow yeah doing, exactly yeah doing everything it, anymore yeah it's being more represented and I like Chow yeah. like, yeah, I like I like too. too I like yeah, him too, him too, and him too. And I, don't, I, I don't have anything against him I just I I know that there's a lot of Asian actors out there that they're trying to make it big but because they're Asian they're just resigned you cast, typecast get, type yeah, they get stereotyped cast and they it's be, unfortunate they're the best friend like in Spider-Man Homecoming or whatever they're never oh that's a, good part? Yeah, that's a, a good part part, part no, right? it's, it's or, a yeah. yeah. good part it's a good part yeah yeah but I'm just I'm just saying that they're
0: breaking norms and they're doing more things well, he drops the
2: the Lego Death Star it broke my heart
0: man that was pretty heavy so all right Anything else you guys want to recommend? You
2: see, so I got one. It's it's very, very weird. It's very, very odd. I liked, uh, I saw a bootleg copy of The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. This is a, a guilty pleasure. <laughs> of mine. Okay. I love Terry Gilliam. He's a Monty Python guy. He did a bunch of movies, 12 Monkeys. Um, Zero Theorem, Brazil a lot of weird stuff yeah. right uh, he's obviously involved with Holy Grail, Life of Brian those movies, he did a time travel adventure movie with Adam Driver and Jonathan Price where Adam Driver goes back in time and meets Don Quixote and they have like a weird, huh. <laughs> it's really odd <laughs> I only saw like 40 minutes of it I'm going to wait because it just didn't look good enough and I didn't want to waste the experience but I'm telling you this movie is just off the rails it's so weird and sometimes in your life you just need to go off the rails, uh-huh. if you haven't seen The Zero Theorem with Christoph Waltz it's an Amazing performance. Matt Damon shows up in it. It's all style. Crazy story. The story is not linear. It's all over the place, but it's an amazing experience. Mm. Put on a Terry Gilliam movie, turn the lights down, and just lose yourself for a little while. So wait for this. I think it officially comes out April 10th. Probably won't even be released to theaters, yeah. but look out for it. It'll probably go to Netflix pretty quickly. The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. Okay. Just fascinating.
0: Because I know uh, Adam Driver and uh, Bill Murray, they're doing a uh, movie. I don't uh, always like Adam Driver as an
2: actor. I, I just don't. I saw Silence. <laughs> the I hate to go off on a
0: tangent, but I'm just telling you, some, some of his performances are a
2: little bit weird for me, but this yeah. one, I kind of like what I see so far. He's perfect in these weird movies.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. So I'm excited to see that one. I'll probably maybe catch that one in theaters. Anything Terry Gilliam. Um, anything. I, anything. I, just I hope it is. Up, if, listen, uh-huh. Vegas,
2: release it in a theater for us. I'll, I will go just for the one night
3: release. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, I also just finished up uh, Chernobyl. The last episode mm, premiered on uh, Monday. I got away from that my was, wife. That, so that was very my good. my wife on this one. So that was very good. I definitely. People I love this that. thing it's, they
2: love it it's, it's a phenomenon good. now it's good
0: I think it came out just the right time after Game of Thrones wrapped up five eight? episodes oh that's it five how
1: long is each episode
0: about an hour. Okay. Some of the special right, ones right. maybe be a little bit over. I know the last one's about an hour fifteen. So, But yeah, that's pretty sure I'd recommend. I'm still watching The Leftovers. That one's getting really good too as well. I can't um, wait. You've you got season two, right? <laughs> I have passed season two. I'm on season three. Oh, oh wow. Damn. Saw the turn, right? How yeah. about the opening,
2: credits? Yeah. Love the I, opening I,
0: credits? I like it. I like how each kind of, it feels, I'm going to have to watch the rest of it and I'm going to have to do just kind of my own little analysis on it Mm because it feels like each season hits a different theme. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, give it 10 minutes when you finish (laughs) the whole thing. Yeah, so uh, that's pretty much my recommendation, guys. Uh, Ryan, where can we
1: find you at? Hey, if you like listening to my voice or if you just want more content, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. It is a real play, role play, collaborative storytelling podcast using the D&D 5th edition system to tell this overarching story. I am the Dungeon Master and I take my friends on this fabulous, epic story story filled with swords sorcery dragons and magic all that crazy stuff so if you like game of thrones come check us out it's Dragon Questicles. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcast. If you just want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ryan__.com. That's Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M.
2: Yeah, you can always find me at realwatchability.com where I have my top 10 movies of the year, movie reviews. I'm not going to be reviewing Green Room, um, but I do have an upcoming, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have an upcoming upgrade <laughs> review that you can read at some Boo. point. I will, post po- <laughs> I will post a podcast as always.
0: Um, and what do you got, Tyler? As always, we're talking Flick. Uh, you can find us at Twitter, Flick underscore talking. Reach out to us if you want to chat about anything, fan theories, crazy ideas, whatever you got. Hey, we're ready to listen. Uh, we will l-
2: answer any questions, even <laughs> dumb X-Men questions. <laughs>
0: Definitely dumb X-Men questions for sure. So <laughs> Mostly and
2: dumb X-Men questions. For X-Men. the
1: audience <laughs> out there, I know we didn't answer the second part of
0: that question. We'll get back to yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get back to it. All <laughs> we'll back it's too, not really right? debatable.
3: So, <laughs> yeah, if, that's, a
0: hard, that's a hard question, Preston. So we'll yeah. get back to it to it i promise don't so, hate us <laughs> <laughs> but yeah definitely guys uh email us at talkingflick at gmail.com talking
2: you, flick at gmail.com there you
0: go if you really like the show and you want to become a supporter there's a patreon link in the description too as well hey if you really like the show want to help keep the lights on you can chuck in a buck or whatever you can we um, will take your money we're we, not too yeah, proud we'll absolutely take your money so <laughs> <laughs> but i'll definitely have a link in description for everyone's twitter handle and also dragon questicles too as well but hashtag give me those questies yeah give, give me, me those questicles give <laughs> those quest- it's hard to spell questicles i like questies Nah,
3: but...
2: yeah,
1: nah it's Either just or. like testicles but questicles, <laughs> but questicles. yeah exactly These yeah. In their it's gore. a play on words so
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a pun nick fart jokes and balls <laughs> yes, jokes I that's what we're all about here at, Flock, at talking flicks so <laughs> but yeah guys that's where you can reach us out right over there remember talk to us recommendations crazy fan theories whatever you want um hey also, if you're going to rate and review us, please do so on the Apple podcast or just really whatever app you're listening to us on. Just Apple is the really big one. And hey, tell your friends and family about us too as well. Go on their phone, subscribe, you know, like all our videos. If oh, sorry, your family's like
2: going to rate us. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll please on Apple. So uh, that's all we got for you right there. Why don't you finish us off, Ryan? That was Talking Flick, and we will talk at you next week. Yeah. Tangents for life.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to find you.
3: Yeah. <laughs>